0: Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. Them other guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it, three guys on
1: representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the joke. So you better grab a good pen and bad for your notes. And forget them other folks. Cause we got the best does more than just jokers, he broke and he got the files Tell Andy Kline to turn up the dial I don't know where that boy Tim is now Raising the daughter, he hella proud Handy is straight up and Randolph ain't hip for racist When Tim
0: Miller hit, I got funny as shit The puppets always be there to assist Too many to name, but they all of this shit I guess I could try Love me some Frankie French Milner and Mike B. Be lit, I cannot forget about P.D. and Chris J.R. Cavan with them Trump impressions Riding Karen coming from the black guy who tips That's a whole damn nation, so they always near Pop, pop, bang, bang, getting green, romaine Three guys on sock, puffin' nation, gang, gang Yeah, <laughs> what up, Dominic? Puerto Rico, suave I know you thought I forgot
1: about you But I ain't gonna get about you, bro Wow, hey, what's happening y'all? It's Randolph Terrence.
2: I'm Andy Klein. And
1: I'm Brian Morrow. Hey, and we have three guys on. Uh, welcome, welcome, Thursday, you fucking freeloaders for life. How y'all feeling? Hope you're good. Uh, we are, as, as usual, as we've now started to do, we are Zoom casting. That's what we're calling it. And uh, we got the chat room open, so you'll hear us refer to the chat room every now and again. I think uh, I might go
2: vote on Thursday as people are listening to this. Is I'm that your day? I mean, it's already open here, but I might, I might go Thursday. I think I might go vote and get a COVID test on Thursday. Yeah. Well, That'll the COVID my,
1: test is more important. A day of well, responsibility. Actually, you activities. know what? They're both as important. Uh, the seventeenth is our day.
2: You know. Yeah, ours started uh, like a week and a half ago. Right.
1: About yeah, a, a week ago. Hey. Seventeenth. <laughs> the seventeenth is our day. So that's when we go. Uh, at the community center up the street. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Oh, you can walk there. Yeah.
1: No, not that one. The one up by the draft house.
2: Oh, you can't walk <laughs> that there. one. Yeah. I mean, you guys, you could, but it would take a while.
1: Well, I could. It'd take, about a, it'd take about 20 minutes, but now, yeah, but I don't want to fuck with that hill. Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: Bro, we got a hill here that is a fucking hill for your ass. It's long, and it's fucking steep. <laughs> you know, I ran, I've ran, i run down it. I, let me say it like that. I've run down it.
2: <laughs> I remember there was a guy, when I used to live over there, I would occasionally see him. His workout was to sprint up that hill,
1: mm-hmm.
2: walk back down, sprint up yep. over and over again. I don't know how long he did it. I would just drive I tell by. You
1: why, i tell you exactly what the workout is. Your work rate is to run up. Your rest is the walk down.
2: Yeah. That's your best. And then the rest also extends to the next ten days. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just put your feet it's up. Tough.
1: That's it's it. Tough. It's a long hill, man. It's a long, long hill. One of the one of the guys at the draft house was telling me that when he was a kid. He's lived here for so long. He was like, they used to ride their sleds down that hill. I was like, into traffic because you can't stop. He was uh, like, yeah, I'll you see. bail out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you, hope you bail out.
1: Oh yeah, is that what you do? Is that what you do? Okay.
2: Sleds don't have brakes. You can't. Oh. I mean, they, tell you, they try to have brakes sometimes, but that doesn't work.
1: That's how no, you know. With, to... uh,
0: that's how you know with flowers and balloons around a stop sign somewhere.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a little sled painted white.
0: <laughs>
1: that's
0: that guy. That shit happens. Teddy bear next to a fucking yield sign. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is for young Graham. <laughs> Yeah, they don't make kids wear because kids now, I mean, these days, these soft kids, they have to wear helmets when they do everything like riding bikes and skateboarding, and they're in their car seat till they're like 11 years old. But they don't do helmets when sledding, right? Is that that hasn't filtered down to sledding? Not exactly. F- fuck your head up when you're sledding.
1: I'm going to be honest. I don't know how it hasn't.
2: <laughs> i feel yeah. like maybe i should shut up about it so it doesn't Maybe because
0: a, a lot of times they're already wearing like toboggans and soft shit all over their head anyway earmuffs yeah. and stuff maybe
1: yeah we'll be honest we'll be honest uh it should
2: <laughs> okay it's it's gonna take like some prominent kid hitting a tree and dying like some semi-famous influencer kid or whatever and then it'll change the whole thing it'll change all the rules
0: well, if they didn't change it for Sonny Bono, I don't know if they're going to change it for the kids.
2: That's true. He did ski into a tree, didn't he? Yeah.
1: Fucking okay, man, John F. Kennedy. You know how he died, Junior?
2: <laughs> no, he, he fell that's out of the he, sky.
1: That's how he bought the bullet, right? No, he no, fell no, out he, of the sky? He yeah. fell out
2: of the sky. He was well, flying his plane. <laughs> and and then somebody, else,
1: somebody, else, somebody else went to a fucking tree, too.
2: <laughs> oh, it was, uh, was it Liam Neeson's I think wife. I one of
1: them Kennedy kids.
2: Didn't Liam Neeson's wife have a yes, tree?
1: Yes, she did. She yeah. took a, what was you're, her name. You're speeding up again, Andy, I think.
2: I'm speeding up.
1: Yeah, not it's like now. You're, you're not now.
0: It okay. Word for a oh, it's
2: okay. Gotcha.
0: And uh yeah, Liam Neeson's wife hit a hit some. She fell and hit her head, and she seemed to be okay, <laughs> but she had internal bleeding in her brain and she died later in the hotel room or something. Oh, uh,
2: okay. Natasha Richardson. There it is. Mm-hmm. And was it skiing or was it just I think they were
0: at a
1: ski resort and she fell. They were all okay. out skiing as a family.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Sustained a head injury when she fell while taking a beginner skiing lesson. Mm. Um, yeah, just you get those freak accidents. People just fall and hit their head, and that's it.
0: Yeah, never know how you're going out, man.
2: And they don't even lose consciousness. They feel fine, and like three hours later, their brain starts swelling, and it's too late. Yep. I just saw an article. Um, I'm going to pull it up here. Uh, the the article is dated yesterday, October 9th. The murder hornets are about to start murdering. They've been plotting this whole time, apparently, and they're about to enter their slaughter phase.
1: Yes, yeah, slaughter phase.
2: Murder horn cool. Pull up the article. Hold Sounds up. fun. So you
0: know it mean, sounds like I mean, they sounds like they're premeditated murder hornets.
2: <laughs> the murder hornets, the murder one hornets. <laughs> <laughs> these aren't no, these are your ordinary manslaughter hornets. <laughs> these are these
1: are the, these are the Asian hornets, just like that goddamn China virus. See, <laughs> these, these are, all are Asian.
2: Well, look, just like the coronavirus. Of,
1: these these aren't crimes of passion. These are fucking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They take insurance out on you, shit. It's
2: like I, I, I had an argument with my murder hornet and then it just killed me, but it was a crime of passion, and we just had an argument. We just had a fight. That's all. <laughs> Your honor. Your honor.
0: This is this is a, Your honor.
2: He just fell scary. down. We were skiing and then he fell down. That's all that happened, Your Honor.
0: Objection. <laughs> <laughs> uh, order in the court, okay? <laughs> Why are they in uh, Washington? Honor, I I've I, I been having so many, uh,
2: so many arachnids on the on the jury. I, can we have some insects, please?
1: <laughs> they're gonna be, they're gonna no be bees. You can't have no bees on this jury. You can't have no so, bees on this jury. It has to be all hornets. No bees. So you
2: say
0: you were in the park to get some honey at 9 p.m. <laughs> or was it 10 p.m.? You know you done fucked up, right? I'm saying, I'm saying you know you done fucked up.
2: <laughs> Do hornets even make make honey. You, you know you fucked up.
0: You know you fucked up.
2: <laughs> the article says the hornets are about to start their slaughter phase. Slaughter phase in quotes, which sa- slaughter phase will be a good tag team wrestling. Uh, yeah,
1: the slaughter phase.
2: <laughs> slaughter phase. If their nests aren't located and destroyed in time. Murder hornets, also known as Asian giant hornets, first appeared in British Columbia, most likely through an aircraft or shipping container from East Asia last year before making their way to Washington State. The ferocious creatures can grow two inches long, five times the size of a honeybee. In a looming slaughter phase, they're known to destroy entire beehives and decapitate their bees, all within a few hours, threatening the crops that rely on pollination. They they don't just kill the bees, they cut their heads off.
1: Mm. Yeah, as an example to other bees everywhere, They're
2: not even that much. Like they don't even kill people that much. They kill 50 people in Japan yearly.
1: Imagine being one of those 50. Jesus.
2: Oh, uh, the swarm of two inch hornets killing you. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you spot the nest? What is the
1: <laughs> my brother said murder hornet charged with hate crime? He heard saying N-word as a strong black man.
2: <laughs> 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 a patriotic uh, self-defense hornet.
0: That's, that's what i need the next uh time i watch fatal uh attraction or snap to be about murder hornets <laughs> you know when they first met the murder hornet seemed to be getting along fine they the very it was a whirlwind romance
1: swept them right off his feet there was a great um an animated thing on youtube i was watching one time it was a it was a killer whale in jail being interviewed <laughs> it's like how is it that you're killing people he's like well Killers in my name. You you hear it in my name, right? I mean, it's just it's, it's what I do. I mean, I want to kill you right now. I'm looking at you and I want to kill you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I always felt a kinship with the killer whale because I felt like they probably just be mind their business, but they black.
1: Right. <laughs> I, was
0: like, I was like, whoa, you see that whale? Now that's a killer whale. You're like, why'd you call it that? Uh this is no reason. No, no reason. Now, this here, this is a blue
1: whale. That whale is white. Why are you calling that one a blue whale? I don't.
3: Ah, Because because it's
1: it's kind of sad. It's sad because the killer whales keep moving into its neighborhoods and bringing down its property values, (laughs) 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 leaving it blue. (laughs) Gingerfying over there. Mm. They're really doing this. They're really doing this fucking thing right now, apparently. I'm looking on Twitter. It's happening. This little super super spreader event. The Mario Brothers cosplay? Yeah. 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 I can't believe these motherfuckers. Actually, I can believe people are going. I can't believe that the rest of us just kind of accept it.
2: Well, we can't do anything about it. What are we supposed to do
1: about it? Yeah, that's yeah. true. I say that a lot. Whenever somebody says something about the uh, something says something, I'm like, what? There she is. <laughs> there she is. You got an English accent now that you've signed with Spotify. Do you have an English accent going?
3: <laughs> no. No. Nah, see, you, you sleep you messing no, up. You're supposed
1: to get an English accent.
3: No, they still gonna get this country ass voice. They know they knew what they signed up <laughs> for.
1: <laughs> you know what the fuck you was gonna get when you signed. Me. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: looking for a trending and I don't I don't see it here trending on the trends. Let's see why oh, the
2: the the super oh, spreader rally? Yeah,
1: <laughs> I would have thought it would be. Mm. Candace Owens still is.
2: No, I was yeah. I was looking at animal stories. I had the uh the, hairy, of, the hairy venomous caterpillar story up there. A next.
1: lot of college football. Oh yeah. That joint looks scary too. Bad. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I got to I, I got to not let my daughter see that. There'd be something else to freak her out. Oh Ooh. shit. Tell her not to touch it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't hey, man, no, way. Here's a problem with my daughter's OCD. Is like um the the things that she the things that she would be doing Mm-hmm. Like you know, wash your hands before you use the bathroom and stuff like that, or wash your hands after. That's all stuff you're supposed to be doing, right? So I can't tell her not to do the because I'm like, well, this is shit. She's supposed to be this is shit. She's supposed to do. You know what I mean? It's just that she'll take it to the next level. That's the problem. Right.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I listened to a podcast where they talked about <clears throat> some people that had OCD before, and they come on as guests. And I know they'll do stuff like ugh, like ritualistic stuff. Like, oh, I have to turn the, the light switch on seven times right, or right, right.
1: anxiety will kick in and shit. So, yeah. yeah. Thank God she hasn't hit that yet. Right. You know, but hers is more like uh, worrying about germs and... Uh, You know, she, her big fear is COVID. She's worried about COVID. You know, I can't tell her not, I can't tell her not to be, you know what I mean? Right. In this environment, definitely. So I don't, I don't like, it's this fine line. We're always walking, but she, it just escalates for her. And it. It it, it it can panic her up a little bit, like that twenty seconds that she's supposed to wash her hands. Not her, not my baby. That's
2: oh, she's singing all three verses of Happy Birthday.
1: I gotta come in there and be like, "Listen, you gotta stop. That's enough.
0: You're That's wasting
3: enough. water, baby. You gonna make stop. the water bill go up. Stop. That's enough. <laughs> it's
1: enough. Start doing,
3: start
1: doing verses to fucking uh, the yeah. black national anthem. You know, shit, shit like that. It's just. You get it. The, my therapist calls it sticky thoughts. You get a sticky thought and you, you just keep coming, you keep coming back to it. 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 You know, but then on the other side, she'll do stuff like she's got enough animals here. She's got to clean their cages. She cleans her cages. No problem. But mm-hmm. she's going to wash the shit out of her hands when she's done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And again, I can't tell her not to because she's supposed to. But right. So she'll like today, clean the cage, wash her hands. Right. After she cleans the cages, then pick up the cage, take the cage back to her room, and then wash her hands again. Right. That's the thing. Like you don't have to wash your hands again though, because you just picked up the cage and moved the cage. But if you really think about it, the cage could be dirty,
3: couldn't it? Yes, that you have me working in a restaurant. Like that's literally what you're supposed to do. Like, you can't I can't
1: tell her not to, but it's like, I don't know, it's just this odd line, you got to walk. <laughs> it's just just yeah, it's just this odd line. You know, Mark, my little brother saying with his OCD, yes, he's a particular bar in the gym and work out in a particular spot. Yeah, shit like that. I have it a little bit too. And I know my mother has it. Mm-hmm. And as she's gotten older, it's kind of ramped up on her. But I have it a little bit too, like, if I'm I'd like, I, I, I as you all know, I iron my clothes, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I iron a shirt out or pants. Be walking out the door, going down the stairs, and be like, "Did I unplug the iron?" And then I gotta come back. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta come back I
0: up.
2: The I same thing up. with
1: arming my car alarm sometimes. Yeah,
0: uh, especially if I see black people, they're just really good reminders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, to arm my alarm. alarm. You know? Right.
3: I I do that with the with the front door. I'll yeah. like lock it, walk away and be like, I know I just locked it, but let me check again. The reason why, because there's been times where it has not been locked.
1: Right, so I always
3: right. check it to be sure and that it's locked.
1: That's the thing. There has been a time where I've come back and it's been plugged in, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I do the
0: same, same thing with locking the door, especially if we have like black neighbors across
1: the hall.
2: <laughs>
0: I just, just double check, triple check. You got
1: you to gotta make sure. First of all, they're already bringing down your property values. Property that you don't even own, you know, but right. hey.
3: You know, this is my OCD. Yeah. Hey, Randolph, you don't do like most black people just unplug it, you know. Iron's oh, switch, I, but you I, know, that, iron, that yeah, iron has stayed in the same on it.
1: position <laughs> that my iron has stayed in the same on position since the first <laughs> time i used it <laughs> we'll put that bitch right. at the wall they be like it got an all switch the off switch is no power <laughs> right i'm like it's got different why does it have different temperatures on it i turn that bitch all the way up <laughs> and it has stayed in that
3: same position <laughs> since you, i bought it do you <laughs> do you use starch too because my mama's yes i use um, starch OK, yeah, you're real old school. Yeah, I used I use to so. hate when my mama ironed my clothes because yeah. my creases would be so motherfucking sharp. They they yeah. would cut a nigga's throat. You'd be like, god yeah. damn, mama, you could wash them, wash them. Yes, him three yes, Ain't <laughs> going nowhere. I'm like, mama, what the fuck did you do to these pants? Yes,
1: I used to start. When I was young, I used to have to iron my jeans. As a as a kid. Oh, no. th- yeah, that's why I'm
3: them jeans and boy, I couldn't get them out for nothing. Oh, no. that was Sunday. My mom used to make us
1: wash the clothes. Well, here's here's how it went for a while. I had to wash me and that fuck boy Mark. You see right there. I had to wash both of our clothes. <laughs> I had to wash our clothes and I had to iron them on Sunday. So mm-hmm. I'd wash them on Saturday. I had to press them out on Sunday. The jeans because you would oldest or something. I, yes, yes. Okay. And then when he got older, then he had to do his own. He had to do his own. But I had pressed them so much that they had the crease line pressed into them, right? So I didn't even have to like try to line shit up, just lay them down, press them out, lay them down, press them out. And they just. But I got to the point where I like doing it.
2: But aren't I, they just like crunchy? Like how do you, how do you wear them? They, they are, how stiff are they when you put them on?
1: I mean, I don't use, a, I didn't use, um, like my dad's uniforms being in the military, like his greens. Yeah, that's what we call his fatigues because mm-hmm. he had the because Air Force you wear the blues as you wear the greens. His greens be stiff as hell because he would get them done at the cleaners. I'm talking to the point that like, you had to force the leg open. Right. Yeah. You know, like like that. Like you got to push your foot down looking like an action figure and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I never went like that, <laughs> you know, but. I went pretty good.
3: I, I hated that shit. And I'm not yeah. going to lie, Randolph, because my mama creased my jeans so fast. I am like, a fuck iron. You know, if the tumble don't get it out, bitch, it's going to stay wrinkled.
0: Right. Yeah. I used to iron my stuff before uh, when I had to work and I, before we, I, when I had to really dress up and the button ups and shit. I used to iron every day, but then, uh, Corporate jobs got a lot, lot more lax with the dress code. I'm like, girl, really wear like a it. polo and mm-hmm. you right. know so. blue jeans.
3: Now they like look yeah. casual days every day. But I'm gonna I tell think. you like this: even with a polo, I'd still iron. Oh I, no, I, you
1: like you I like iron. I iron t-shirts. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You yeah. just like iron. Yeah. Like it's that shirt time. you got. That shirt you got on. If I took that out of my dresser, it's gonna be iron. before I wear it. I'm gonna press it out. Yeah, I, I, I I don't feel I don't feel comfortable. I mm. feel like I'm I don't like being wrinkled up. Yeah, uh, and, yeah. Oh. and just throwing it in the dryer doesn't do it for me. And that's Andy's move. The dryer that
2: you got to throw in the dryer. Yeah. My dryer has a setting called freshen up.
3: Mm-hmm. There and, you go. Uh,
2: I put it in. I got a couple dryer sheets, and then like if I'm going out, the, while I'm taking the shower, my clothes are in the dryer freshening up, and then when I come out, they're ready to go.
1: Yeah, I don't even know if we have an ironing board anymore. I think we got rid of it. Yeah, what I really did. Let me tell you something. I have an ironing board right now that is three feet that way. <laughs> it's three feet that way. It is right there.
3: <laughs> I was like, this bitch is big and it takes up a lot of space. It is right there. Now, nah, man, you fold that shit
1: up and put it behind a Put it behind your door. Put it behind your closet door. Or, I just door. take take some shit to
0: the dry cleaners. Let hang it up in the closet. Let it sit there the next time but I the go pr- okay, see
1: all right I'm with that but the problem mm-hmm. is that if you have a lot of clothes in your closet it's it's unless you got that that big ass NBA baller closet oh I do play shit so we
0: keep your separate oh all these all these are hanging that's why it's fine. We, we got of lots one. of hangers. None of these
1: get folded. It's all
0: hangers. Yeah, so then it's
1: then it's fine. But if you got like a tight closet, like like we're in a closet. Yeah, we got a big closet, but it's me and my wife's clothes. So right. my shit is in a corner, about that big. <laughs> yeah. My right. shit is my shit is jammed into the corner. Her <laughs> the, you know. Yeah. So my yeah,
3: shit we- comes out. My shit comes out of the closet wrinkled. <laughs> yeah, we, we had to get our own space. I was like, look, you take that one, I'll take this one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. And, and
1: my brother's saying, you go to work with a t shirt, with t shirt on and the button up hanging on the rack. I mean, I've told the story many times. Mm-hmm. That's how I go to gigs. I don't, if I'm driving to a gig, I don't put my shirt on in the car. I hang it on the, on the rack. I and don't put I my flannel the gig, on. I put my shirt on. That might right. be um, Randolph's OCD. Yeah, it's po- it was probably part of it. Can't I have any wrinkles. Shoulder. I don't like. I don't like look. I, I can't stand being wrinkled. It bothers me. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah like <laughs> and, I, and that's really one thing me. I realized about Randolph. I was like, oh, that's his thing, and and I was like, he, uh, you remind me of my mom with that like speak yeah. and like clean and like press yeah. type mm-hmm. of thing, and yeah. and very true. clean, which is fine. But for me, it irritated me as a kid because she yeah. was constantly on my ass about dusting and shit, and I would look at the dust particles in the air, but like, bitch, they falling on not falling right now. This is dumb,
1: right? So, right.
3: So, so I was like a fucker
1: <laughs> <laughs> There are certain things that bother me, and certain things that don't. Like my wife, I call it buzzing around. Like I'm sitting there watching TV, and she just starts buzzing around. It's like she's just moving shit around and and dusting shit. I could give a fuck about that kind of stuff. She just moves. I'm like, what will you sit the fight? It took me years to be like, She's just going to do that. So mm. just let her do that. And don't say shit about it. Just just buzzing around the fucking house and just moving shit and complaining the whole time is why is everything <laughs> so I'm like, oh, God, will you sit the fuck down? Please, please, <laughs> please. In my head, I'm saying that, you know, I'm not saying right. it out loud. I'm just like, mm, whatever, you know, that's just what she's going to do. So I just let it go. You know, and that's not thing. But, so my brother's not saying shine my shoes. That's from our dad, because being in the military, you always had to keep your shoes. That's the first thing. Second thing is, my mother always said, women always pay attention to shoes. So always make sure your shoes look nice.
0: My dad was in the Air Force, so he had a lot of stuff like that, too. Yeah. Yeah. So between
1: as as I got out, it was a wrap between him saying that my dad keeping his my dad just kept he never really preached to us, but he always he always had his shoes nice. And my mother saying particularly with my mom said, you know, girls like when you when guys have nice clothes, when guys shoes are clean, shit, my, clean, my shoes are going to be clean. <laughs> girls?
3: <laughs> does, <laughs> hey, Randolph, does your daddy have that supersonic hearing? I call Roger's daddy got supersonic hearing, like, because he could literally be upstairs, you could be downstairs having, like, a normal voice conversation and he'll just join in. you be like, how the fuck did he hear this yeah. Guy's conversation? Yeah. As he's
1: gotten older, it slipped away, okay. but when, when he was young, because my dad is very, uh, I was just talking about him in therapy. He's quiet, but he he's got this weird power coming off of him. And not just because it's my dad. That's probably because he dealt with criminals pretty much his whole career. But he has this weird like power coming off of him. And it's like he hears everything, <laughs> you know, he hears everything. And uh, yeah, but now as he's gotten older. It's kind of started to slip away from him. Or does he he's just he decided still, that he's not going to hear you hear anymore. I don't give a fuck.
2: Does he you still know? iron his clothes as diligently? Yeah, he hasn't just yeah. said fuck it at this point.
1: Yeah, I, I, uh, a big part of it is military training; it never goes away. Yeah, you know, you you sometimes you go in the house, he'll still be cleaning the guns. He hasn't even shot him; he's just cleaning them to be clearing them. Right. And my brother's saying he wears hearing aids now. Yeah, that's true; he wears hearing aids, mm. and he'll just be cleaning them because it's it's just what he does. And he says, let me just break this gun down and clean it and put it back together. No reason, <laughs> just. So you never know crack- when these crackers going to come in here. You never know. You know, that kind of shit. <laughs> <You, you> already <laughs> ready for the revolution. <laughs> you never know. That, we know how to shoot. That's why. Because you never know when these crackers going to come. <laughs> you never know.
0: Does that explain why Randolph's favorite Avenger is
1: Iron Man? <laughs> okay. I'm going to need you to mute yourself. <laughs> And not saying anything for five minutes. That's your punishment. Five <laughs> minutes of not saying nothing. That's I your refuse
0: punishment. to wear a mask and I refuse to comply with these orders. Our uh, freedom of speech. I got a badge here from <laughs> President Trump. And the Freedom to
1: breathe organization. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ride with the punch? Don't be encouraging this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Out here looking like what's the what's the show with David Caruso putting the sunglasses on? Oh CSI, CSI Miami. Yeah. I would have played I, that clip I, but think, I, don't they took, no I think they took it from uh Law and Order mm-hmm. uh, with my man from Law and Order, Jerry Orbach. He always got got the got the closeout line in the, the little joke, you know. You know, somebody got their head cut off, some shit like that. Well, it's uh, too bad he got guillotined. <laughs> tung, tung. <laughs> you know,
2: yeah. oh, but they didn't have the he didn't put the shades on though. They they took yeah. it to the no, level.
1: No, he for him it would just be walking out of the scene.
2: Yeah,
3: the, yeah. The shades is what sent it over the top. That's Car- why that shit was the best. Uh-huh.
0: used to take it to the next level because he wouldn't be like too bad he got guillotined. He'd be like, well, don't. Lose your head. <laughs> <laughs> fucking
3: CSI theme will start yeah, playing. So you hey, know but, who? Yeah, hey, but I, we need to get ahead of this situation. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah see, but but Law and Order has, has the dunk dunk at the end that pushed it over. Dun dun. <laughs> you know, walking out of the shot You know, that was Plus, He always got the good. You always got the good. There's nothing that beats in a movie a good look away, walk off shot. Mm-hmm. I like that shot. And there's a, here's another shot that I love. I've seen this a couple of times. It's like, a guy is standing across the street and he's watching something happen. And then the people on that side look up and see that person. And then the bus goes in between them and then he's gone.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you know, some shot, the shot I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, everybody loves know? that, man. Love that shot. <laughs> the bus goes between them and he's gone. It's like
2: every Jason Bourne movie has that moment where yeah.
1: he's,
2: <laughs> how do they do that?
1: I love, I, love, I love that love that shot. They
2: never awesome. they never show him like cuz they show in those movies they show the, the Jason Bourne guys training. They never yeah. show him training for that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> did he jump on the side of the bus? Right. <laughs> what, what the fuck did he
3: eye dream a genius you know. <laughs> I thought it's magic
1: magic. I remember in uh there you go cuz New York <laughs> Undercover had that had great soundtracks and one of them they were they were playing Trouble Man and I think it was uh, Malik Yoba was standing across the street and he was looking at something and they're playing Trouble Man, Trouble Man. Come up hard. And then that bus went by and he was gone. I was like, oh, that shit is cold. Oh, that shit is cold. And it was like, it was like it was cold out and it was like the, the, like the bus exhaust shit. It was perfect. I was like, oh, that shit is cold. I love it when
0: they do it in uh, anime and uh, like ninja movies and shit. Like Ninja Assassin is a good movie mm-hmm. where they, they do that shit like over and over where it's just, like you look up and it's like a fucking ninja that you look back and it's just like a shadow. You're like, what the fuck
3: was yeah. that? Oh, you yeah. know, one of my favorite things from watching anime is that when dudes have glasses and they push them up and you see that shing, like that, oh that, that, that. Yeah. Shine that's over little, the little shining eyeball. Yes. I, I, like, I don't know why. That's my thing. Or are they, are they push them right in their nose and you see it or when they're thinking about something and you see that. Yeah, I don't know why that's my That's thing.
0: always the motherfucker that want to tear the whole thing down to.
3: Yes. Like every anime, the dude with the glass is always the one that don't
0: believe in none of the bullshit. You like, no, nope. right. the whole whole right. society needs to end. You like, oh, here you go. Right. <laughs> Fucking glass. But first,
2: here comes a bus. And
1: it, comes <laughs> <in>. <laughs> and it just disappeared.
2: Like they're all just studying the bus schedule every morning just so they can say shit right what? on time.
1: Ninja Assassin was a was a good movie. Hell to yeah. Be yeah. Honest. Um, it was kind of cheesy, but has Shokazugi in it, who we all love. And uh, speaking of cheesy ass movies, any movie that had Ninja in the title, he was like, this is going to be, particularly if it came from canon, you're going to be like, this is going to be some some cheesy bullshit that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend an hour and a half watching. <laughs> it's going to be terrible, and I'm going to watch it. Just start uh, Rain, who's just like a Japanese, uh, 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 a, Korean, Korean solo <laughs> yeah. singer and shit, like, yeah. a, <clears throat> like a pop star and shit. And There's some good just- videos of him on YouTube training. With uh, um, with personal trainers getting ready for it, because mm-hmm. his he was, I was like, God damn, he's ripped! <laughs> Bro, <laughs> he, beasted, he beasted that role, man. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's ripped up. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if he'd ever studied martial arts, but he was, he looked the role. I'll give him that. He, he Naomi Harris was in that joint. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. Look, man, and the thing is, whether he studied the role or not, the moves look sweet. And that's enough. Yeah. You don't got yeah. to actually be good at kung fu. No. It's motherfuckers that that's good at kung. Like, uh, technically, Steven Seagal is very
1: good at hand-to-hand combat. Listen, Steven Seagal <laughs> holds a master rank in aikido, mm-hmm. and it ain't worth a damn. <laughs> I'm like that. His, his move now is just to put his hands on his stomach and just stand and, and just watch. Right. Yeah,
2: remember that movie where he got on his knees though in that convenience store, and they still couldn't beat him. <laughs> they were just I mean, running like, past him. Like, I, I come on he was like say, come
0: on i absolutely believe he will whoop my ass no no questions asked <laughs> oh like, yeah not even gonna yeah, not yeah. even gonna try to challenge that man yeah uh, it don't look sweet like i no. see in his movies like he be doing that shit where he take like your hand and just like fuck up the angles on you so you can't get no punch <laughs> off it's just like give me your hand And meanwhile he ain't even break a sweat he just like give me your hand lay on the ground bitch lay on the ground <laughs> and i'm gonna kick you in the head just a little bit knock you out like he's yeah, just got he like
2: two fingers on your wrist and he's just manipulating you yeah,
0: yeah, look at his newer movies don't go look at the old like mark for that shit go look at the new shit that he did because he still make movies it's so oh, lazy like the nigga be yes. like eating at a fucking restaurant and never leave the table but whoop five niggas ass he's just like <laughs> what? with the south pepper <laughs> Yeah, and it's not yeah. even that it's not even that ill kung fu where you like doing the like blocks it's just literally I'm gonna grab you by your elbow so you
3: never felt this
1: pressure point did you now
0: lay on the ground. <laughs> lay on
3: the ground. <laughs> Didn't know your body could bend like that, boy. Right. Finish for my no mustache.
1: reason at all. No. Speaking of body bending, has everybody seen The Last Lovecraft Country? I have. I have not. Chat room. Not. Have y'all seen it? I don't care if it's yes, spoilers. Yep. Though. Andy, do you need us not to go spoiler? I real? don't care about spoilers. Okay. Everybody else, I'm putting it out there. Show is good. Everybody okay. Let's talk about body bending. Mm-hmm. How did y'all feel about the uh, the two little, I don't even know what to call them. Oh, I yeah. call them diamond and silk. Okay, that's a good, that's a good. <laughs> look at the coons. Yeah. That's a good. I did a little research. Girl. One thing I like about what's going on with the show. I don't know if, uh, I don't know if it's Jordan, Misha, or you need something there? Looking for what? Look now, the whole pod, the whole chat room, and everybody's like, What's going on? She's she looking for something. Look oh, at okay. me. you, just, still didn't make me understand what it is. Oh, okay, I don't know. She's looking for her headphones. I don't know. Man. That's that's married life. They just bust in on you, don't they, Rod? You can listen. go ahead and say it. Karen's right there. You can go ahead and say it.
0: Listen, man, <laughs>
1: bust in told, on it.
0: Listen, I told Karen, I, I don't play that in my house. Uh, <laughs> is that what you
1: told her? Is that what you told her? You told her, I told her right to her face. I said, You told her right to her face, didn't you? Listen. You know why, Rock? Because you're a real one. A real one Rod. Yeah. That's why you told I, I said, her that, right? Listen, her I said, face. Listen here, woman.
0: You know, I yeah, grabbed my shoulders and I shook her right there. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> I know and you I, did. And I said, Look, You're not going to be in this house like this because.
1: You use like, a real one. We don't, we don't do that here. Cause you okay. a real one. I need a light. I need a recording light to flick on.
2: <laughs> so on the I'm air. Here
1: recording. Yeah, on right. air.
2: I just have a sign on the other side of this door that says "No girls allowed." That's all. Uh, yeah, Andy,
1: your wife. Your wife could be so. <laughs> your wife is so unimpressed and bored with you. <laughs> if you see, if you don't see Andy and his wife because she is so
0: unimpressed and bored with Andy. Just like I mean, whatever. we say that, but she bought this motherfucker a new car shit she,
1: oh, she <laughs> buys him not not a car Quice. cars Cars-a with two after the S. Cars yeah. cars. <laughs> so he's doing something. <laughs> nice right. he just,
0: whatever it is, it just ain't in the podcast studio or the,
2: <laughs> on the stage, but he's doing something to get cars. cars. She's, trying to, she's trying to get permission to come in here. She's gonna get that, that no girls permission? outside
0: Okay,
1: <laughs> yeah. all right. Oh, that's, the key. that's the key. She's like, he's all right. I'm gonna keep you and them cats out. <laughs> that's what the fuck is <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what to call. I like how Lovecraft Country, they're putting, they're putting things in for the culture mm-hmm. that we don't even really know is from the culture that force us that force us to look into our culture. Mm-hmm. Like some of the things I know, like when the, the girl rode by, like, okay, uh, Emmett Till immediately, his, his nickname being Bobo. Most people didn't know that. Yeah, now I- you do because of Lovecraft Country. The girl who rode by on the motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know her name, but I knew the That's picture, something. and I knew who she was. She was one of the first black people. She was a mailman, and she rode around the states on a motorcycle delivering mail to black people because black people couldn't get mail. And she, I also think she was in the military, and she and she, uh, she was either a pilot or something along those lines in the military. But she was, as far as progressive women, she was far ahead of the curve. It was Bessie Stringfield, was it? Thank name. you, thank you. And look at her, look at her background. Was she in the military at any point? Did she, did she do something in the military? Mm, I'll look it up. Let me see. Yeah. Um, you know, so they, they let they they. I don't say yeah. Force US, us. U.S. Army during World War Two. Right, right. I don't want to say they force us. They don't force us to, but they make us interested in looking back at things i mean if Much, you, it's one of those things where if you care yeah.
0: you're rewarded right but it's not mandatory you can still enjoy the show without right right how, i think some people have actually ruined the show for themselves because they've turned it into this like fucking scavenger hunt right and right. they get frustrated that they like kick i need to understand well, what is this is this an easter egg right. and then i'm like well there's also a story they're telling yeah yeah
1: or <laughs> That's it's the thing, thing about sci-fi and fantasy it's fantasy. Sometimes it's just happening to be happening. Yep, <laughs> Don't concern yourself with the why of it. Just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, she's in, now she's in a futuristic Afro-punk scene. What the fuck? Man, please. I'm just gonna watch. <laughs> I'm
3: just gonna yeah, watch. And, and I think that anime, and I thought about this, anime prepared us for Lovecraft Country, and I didn't realize how much anime prepared, because anime could take you to, uh, you, anime is so normal that people with faces of animals is fine in anime. You know what I mean? Like, Nine Tales is fine. And they have whole stories. Nine Tales, like, that's that's normal standard in anime. So a lot of people coming in is like, the fuck is this? I don't understand. I'm confused, which is understandable if you hadn't already been introduced to a lot of that stuff. Yeah, when they... Right, uh, right. The last episode where she talked about
0: in order to make a, a, a spell work, you need uh to, to disrupt the energies of the, of the universe. You're going right. to need body, intention, and such and such. And me, you know, I was immediately like, oh, wait, full metal alchemist, the law of equivalent exchange. You can't do a a, So spells are more closer to science than they are, you know, to magic the the way that we think about it. And you go back and look at the show and you're like, damn, you think about her potions to turn into other people. You need the body from the person. You got to like, it's science. Yeah, they're they're science. Exactly. It's not pure magic. There's a There's a there's a rhyme and
1: reason to it. So, but if you fuck, uh, but if you fuck with sci-fi, anime, or sci-fi or stuff like that, you've already kind of played with those things in your mind. And in Thor, he tells he tells her what you think of as magic, we just think of as it's just science to us. Right, it's just our science. I remember talking to you. Know I was talking to Andy, Marty Litwack. Okay, Marty was a kid. Marty is a comedian. We know he was one of these kids who graduated like college at 18. Mm-hmm. He's one of, he's one of those kids, He's a really smart kid. He's a really good comic. We were talking one time about aliens or some shit. He was like, there's no way that aliens could, could fly here. I said, Monty, that's because you're thinking of physics from our perspective, but there's literally nothing. If, if, if you can fly, if you can make a spaceship fly, you're on some whole other physics, physics level. Now, if you've watched any type of sci-fi, if you've watched Star Trek for any length of time, you understand that. Mm -hmm. Like the the fantasy of that, of for something like that to happen, they'd have to be operating on a plane above us. Mm -hmm. It would have to be, they have an understanding of physics that we don't understand. It's the same thing with magic. It's an understanding of, we call it magic because we can't think of how else to describe it. Yeah, I keep thinking about how, the Marvel Universe
0: took us from Iron Man to, by the end, multi-dimensional
1: time travel right universe right, right. theory. <laughs> you know, like, but if you like go if you back, want, but if you go back, you if you go back and do a little bit of study, you see Einstein was talking about that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But it's it just is. as a nerd, yes, you know, as a comic book
0: reader and and all this fantasy stuff. You know, I've been I've already been there. Right. You're prepared. But, yeah. Right. Uh, to think of the fact that they took a lot of people who will let's call laymen in this term. But mm-hmm. a lot of people that weren't into that shit, 20 movies later, they're into it. And so now when you're watching Lovecraft or something, you already have the shortcut to be like, oh, they're playing with this right now. OK, I see concept. Right.
1: right, right, right. One thing about these about these kids I was reading, the, the two I don't know the two demons. That's what they are. The Mm -hmm. two demons that this guy sicked on her is that they are caricatures of black people that appear all through starting with the minstrel show, starting around Jim Crow, a way to degradate people. It's the, the girl in, uh, gone with the wind. Mm -hmm. Like he had the picture on the book, um, uncle Tom's cabin. Yeah. It's top. a character. It's a character that's been designed to degradate us and bring it down, bring us down anyway. And then you send that g- after this girl who is going to be an a is it going to be already for a child is an accomplished black person. She's an artist. She contributes to her father's thing. She's, she's tough. She stands up for herself. She spit on a cop. You know what I mean? She's tough. So you send the character of blackness to bring her down. That's some deep shit, man. That's some deep shit. And nobody believes her because she's a little girl. Right. Um,
0: yeah, right. They don't believe black children. And then the yeah. other thing uh, that I found interesting when I was doing my like research for the recap we do on it, um, Harriet Beecher Stowe, who wrote, made Uncle Tom's Cabin, was an abolitionist. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, the book is uh, held in high esteem and, and and like partially considered responsible for Southern sentiment um, in the Civil War that 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 started, um, you know, they had the, like the North and other white people activated to go fight against slavery. Right. Um, but the character of Topsy was originally in there to humanize black people kids who Mm -hmm. suffered the vitriol of slavery and how it destroyed family units and all this shit. Mm -hmm. And it ended (laughs) white people who read it ended up taking away from it like, oh no, it's funny. Her hair is fucked up. She has this, she's wearing a bag for a dress. She, uh, she doesn't talk, uh, the proper English. She's, um, she, you know, she's uncouth. She steals, she lies. And when they brought back um, Uncle Tom's Cabin in, in the form of musicals, that was our first minstrel shows, mm-hmm. and that's why people consider Uncle Tom. And even though the slave wasn't necessarily what we consider an Uncle Tom in the book, that's why we consider Uncle Tom to be such a coon now. Like because of that shit. Like she wrote this amazing. It's just she wrote this thing to be like, hey y'all, what we doing to black people is wrong, and if we're really Christians, we shouldn't do it. And you know, fast forward a hundred years or whatever, it's like uh look at the coons,
1: you know. Yep. What I mean? <laughs> Damn America's a beast, boy. Ain't it though? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the I like the um uh, again, I don't know if it's Jordan or Misha or the both of them together, but I know my client um teach, I hadn't been able to like, to see it. I can't have my I'm trying to watch it. I, I missed it, it's mm-hmm. late. I can't watch it when the, when the baby's around, she can't, I'm not going to let her see it. My wife is definitely not going to watch it. So I got to wait for both of them to be gone and and all that kind of shit. And, uh, she was saying how it reminded her the movements reminded her of the characters in us, Mm -hmm. you know? And I was like, I don't know if it's, if it's Jordan or Mm -hmm. if it's Misha or if it's both of them together, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's definitely, there was, they, could could have, they could have hired the same choreographer or something. Yeah, I definitely know that those two little girls are dancers.
3: Yeah, because yeah. The way they were moving, oh, right? They are. They are popping was, their
1: bodies out, and then and it
3: was beautiful to watch them because right. the thing is, they never said anything, but they were saying it at the same time. Right. Like they never yes. spoke, but the thing was like, "Bitch, we coming after you." That's Without what good them dance, that's what good dance does, mouth. though. Yes, that's
1: what good dance does though. I'm speaking when I'm not speaking. And they looked like do. they had
0: a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, like that well, must have been so fun to shoot, man. The one where they looked, where she she's she's going into the garage and mm-hmm. she's closing the door, and she looks at she looks at us. Yeah. That's for us. That's not for, that's for us. He closes the door behind and her. smiles at us and yeah. sticks her tongue out. I'm like, that scene's for us. They seem that's- like they
0: had so much. Even when they got off the subway and they're dancing in and out between the people. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, they, right. Just
1: look- they just look like they had so much fun filming right, right, that. Right. And it's, I like the fact that the writer, the Jordan mm-hmm. and Misha have so much respect for their audience. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to dumb anything down. Mm-hmm. And they're letting us, the scenes like that, they're letting us, they're doing things for us to have either fun with the, the scene or to think, mm-hmm. you know? That was that, cool. shit, that shit was, that shit was, that shit, man, that shit was yeah. really good.
0: I, I, I love the episode before this, the one about Hippolyta. That's my favorite episode. Yeah. That Here's was,
1: the man. thing about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you go back and you watch, if you watch uh, Wonder Woman, Mm-hmm. Right,
2: the TV show or the movie? The movie. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And when they're on Amazonia or th- Thermoscreer or whoever the fuck, the mascara. It, yeah. When I was a kid, it was called Amazonia. Then all of a sudden, it switched. Then I'm like, somebody, okay.
0: Somebody was like, uh, we can't do unobtainium on this. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> let's let's give it a name. Let's go ahead and she look
0: a name. Let's, let's go ahead and look something up in a book. Her <laughs> sister called her Hippolyta.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You know what I'm talking about? She called her
0: Hippolyta. It, yeah,
1: we brought, I brought it up on the show. The so I'm like, day. are we? How, how the fuck are we saying this wrong? I don't know, man. I don't I don't know. You know what
0: I thought was funny is um, <laughs> in this episode where she's like, "What's your mama's name, girl?" She's like, "Hippo Hippolyta." Hippolyta. And he's like, niggers and these fucking african African names names. and i was like i was like is he saying that because they pronounce it hippolyta or is he saying that because he did not know who
1: hippolyta is he didn't know who hippolyta was that fucking dumbass (laughs) dumbass and then for again the movie for for us had her throw it at him later Yes, love it. It's Greek. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. Yeah, had her throw it at him later. And I was like, Oh, thank thank you for doing that, dear. Thank yeah. you. You know, and a little inside thing. I like her name is Diana, Hippolyta's daughter. <laughs> yeah. You know, a little shit like that. But yeah, yeah. man, I'm uh, really
0: I love that episode about Hippolyta just mm-hmm. being in fucking like space and fucking yeah. like mm-hmm if going beyond infinite time and reality and making worlds and the fuck it like, it's just
3: I, yeah, I was a hundred percent here for it. And, yeah, uh, at the end, I, you know, me and Roger talked about it and I guess I want the world to burn. Cause I was like, don't come back.
0: Yeah. She don't yeah. even want, she don't even want her to come back for her daughter D who's in dire danger. <laughs> you know it look like she about to fucking die. But Karen's like, Oh, a black
1: woman is free. Well, D- Diana's got people to take care of her. She'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> she'll, be, she'll, be, she'll be all right. You know, she'll never get to be free. Be to mm-hmm. and, by, and by the way, when when both of those women were Tick and Tick's little Gia and, uh, and Letty, you mean? Yeah, with Letty, with Tick's women, Letty, They those are Tick's ladies, when Letty and I don't know what we're calling the other one, Tick's demon. <laughs> Camillo. Camillo. We're, we're, we're in the room together. I was like, this is not fair, man. He, How do you get this much beauty? You motherfucker. <laughs> you motherfucker. Yeah. You put, just pulling down all the gorgeousness in the one mediums. spot.
3: The mediums will bring out Maybe all the Maybe that's what home. it is, man. Just some rock hard nipples and some abs and some smitty he had
1: all the gorgeousness in one room just
0: all the gorgeousness in he one room no motherfucking Nino Brown when uh, he told her when he told Gia to leave though yeah she's she, she, she gonna be back though our shit is through get the fuck out our shit wasn't real get the fuck out yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. damn we gonna be cancel back.
1: this bitch and pour some champagne on her too <laughs> she- <laughs> She'll be back. She'll be back. You know why? Because like Letty said, she's here because she loves you. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Also, we now know that she killed that hundredth dude. That according to her. Yeah, she said it. <laughs> What if he would have
0: been mad? Like, so you slept with another man after me? See? Yeah. I knew
1: I knew he was full of shit. You don't get to be mad, motherfucker. She didn't kill you. So you don't get to be mad. <laughs> you don't get to be mad. And she broke you off twice and didn't kill you, you motherfucker. You don't get to be mad.
0: Well, the one with the tentacles don't count. That's, that was too freaky for him. He couldn't handle that. Yeah,
1: that was, yeah. No,
0: that's a lot to ask for, a brother. To, to, that's a lot not, to ask for anybody. Nine tentacles pop up. I, I feel like I get a, I get to take a minute, Okay. <laughs> You get to process that, yeah. We didn't talk about this. What about consent? Okay, what about- <laughs> <laughs> where the an extra hand come from, girl? What's happening? Right. Here? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you tickle the balls, I like a warning, like with nine tentacles. I think that's beyond a
1: warning, yeah. Do we have any emails, Andy? I love the show, by the way. I love what y'all are doing with y'all's reviews. Do we have any emails, <laughs> Andy?
2: Uh, we got a couple comments, but no emails. We actually just got a someone tagged us on Instagram a little while ago about what. Um, I'm sorry. I just opened up Instagram and I saw Elton Howard with his shirt off.
3: Oh shit! Got to the six pack,
2: <laughs> showing the popping pop abs. Uh, Mad Dog Twenty Twenty said, "Uh, first experience, first experience with Popeyes, and it lived up to the dare. I say exceeded the hype, and if, copped that sparkle. So here's the if uh,
1: Mad Dog is who who." If that's who I think it is. She lives in Chicago. No, Maine. Maine? Yeah. Okay. Long, long time. Long time. First time. And uh, they don't have Popeye's up there. How you go this long and not get it?
2: I don't know. But cop the sparkle. the Good. There you go.
1: Good. If you're going to go, go all the way with it. You know what? I might go through the the Popeye's drive through tonight.
2: I haven't been to Popeye's since the pandemic started. I've
1: been once. Twice twice three times a lady no only only twice
2: although i think maybe the air fryer is keeping me away because i just make my own that's nothing
1: you know what i got some i got some pork short ribs mm-hmm. um the wife brought me home some pork short ribs i'm thinking about putting in the air fryer but i don't know how long they're gonna sit in there
3: i know y'all keep talking about these air fryers man like i'm like should i am, am i the cool do i need air fryer
1: <laughs> like, it's I possible do? i'm gonna tell you the, the door opening, it's a fucking game changer, man. Oh, it, they got them with the doors to open? Yes, it oh. opens like an oven. It oh, was oh, a oh, game changer.
3: Roger said, we don't need nothing else taking off the no countertop. It's, top it's a, a thing. game
1: changer. My brother said he's doing a T-bone tonight. Let me tell you about the air fryer. The one I have comes with a basket that you put steaks in, you cl- you seal them up, and then it rotisseries inside that thing. Mm. You know, while it's air Delicious. Frying, you know, I still can't quite My timing on steak is not quite right with an air fryer. I can't quite get it right. I don't know what the fuck. I think
2: I think the next investment, uh, which which will be uh, I don't know if I'm going to get this anytime real soon, but they have Wi-Fi meat thermometers.
3: Oh, no, So that's fancy.
2: They have the kind that stick in the meat. It has a little cord that like you just come out of the oven door. You can shut the oven door and the cord connects to the receiver and then you get the signal on your phone. Hmm. Then they have the extra fancy one. Those are like 50 bucks. They have the extra fancy ones that are like 100 bucks where the thermometer has the Wi-Fi and everything built in. You stick it into your meat. It just cooks. And then on your phone, the app that comes with the, with the thermometer tells you when it's time to pull your meat out, hmm. including it'll, it'll tell you to pull that a little bit early because the meat continues to cook for a little while. Yeah. So it'll yeah. say like, okay, your, your desired temperature is 165. We're going to tell you to pull that at 157. It beeps. You pull it out. Let it sit and it hits the perfect temperature. That's a hundred bucks for one.
1: Shouldn't have told me that. <laughs> but that's, there's
2: no cord running out of your oven on that one. It's just uh, it's just in the meat. So if you want a steak with a, per- a particular temperature, you just do that. And you just wait for the thermometer until you pull it out.
3: That's fancy. Cause, uh, I know, uh, I get excited whenever I, uh, we got a, like a big black trash can and I get, I'm excited about that. And I, I told you, I think I told y'all this, I want to get the electrical ones, the, the ones that I like. Yeah. I want, I want, I want to step my game up. Old.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't, just, I don't air fryers are It's, it's a game changer. The air fryer has been a, a serious game changer. It's been a serious game changer. Just like
3: anything you eat out of the air fryer, you're like, it's probably healthy. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Roger was like, no more space. We got enough shit on the counter already. That's See, the thing. There's a lot of shit up there.
2: This uh, the kind of has a cord on it. And this one and this one right here. That shit looks the, like
1: something. That shit looks like something you work on your car with. where you checking? You checking
2: amp. This one? Amp, yeah. <laughs> See how it says beef on it? Beef.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we checking tire pressure. What's up with that thing?
2: But this one, the called Meter, M-E-A-T-E-R, this one has an app oh. and it tells you like when it pulls you out. You just stick this thing. It has its own little butcher's block. You stick it in to the oh. meat. It's a hundred bucks. But they have a pack. They have like a four pack for like three hundred bucks. Interesting. Yeah. You know, I don't know if hey, I spend a hundred bucks so on a thermometer. Find,
0: if you find three other people, um, you can put 75 in and uh, <laughs> split it. Mm-hmm.
2: That's true. We could probably do that.
0: But you get all you need is Mike, uh, Mike uh, Randolph,
1: you, and one more air fryer. Rick Younger, y'all can yeah, it. Yeah, I yeah. think Rick. I think Rick is breaking down. I know my cousin Troy is breaking down. He's like, I'm gonna go ahead and get one. Y'all keep talking about it. Mark got one, so maybe Mark. Yeah. And- well, he started. He started me. He got the first one.
2: Well, Mike B was the one that first texted us randomly one day. I just had it. I bought an air fryer, made some lamb. Game changer. <laughs> and then we had a lot of questions after that
1: we were like we were like what air fryer what's that you know then i thought over time after i made the first chicken and air fryer, i was like oh it's over it's over
2: see, this is the the 55 one see how that has a cord running into the oven
1: right hmm. i mean i could make that happen
2: and it just says ch K E C H C K E at the top. It's a little bit more, Yeah, basic. but
1: you can't rotisserie with that.
2: I don't think there's an app with this one.
1: Yeah. You can't, you can't rotisserie, rotisserie with, with it,
2: but the one has to just sit the other one. You can rotisserie with it. This one, right? Huh? This goes in.
1: Yeah. So I advise anybody now getting an air fryer, get one with a door on it. Don't get the basket ones. The basket ones are fine. They're just going to be a little bit of a problem for you. Mm. And you're quickly going to want one with a door on anyway. So you may as well go ahead and just get them with a the door on it. They're about the same price. <laughs> what is the Instapot?
3: I don't know what it is. Rod, you have an Instapot, right? Yes. I, I love an I never Pot. heard of an Instapot. What is that? Roger got me one a few years ago and I got the like the eight, nine and one. That thing is a rice maker. It makes soup. It pressure cooks. You can uh y'all know it?
1: that Karen is saying this with her eyes closed. Do you understand <laughs> how much she loves this Instapot? <laughs> she has her eyes closed and she's running the list. <laughs> love That's my, love right there. That's love
3: right I there. I <laughs> love my Instapot because you can do like multiple things in one. Because I remember when I first got it, like if I wanted to do like chicken and like rice. I would have to cook the chicken and then have another container for the rice, but with this, I could uh, saute the chicken, which means like fry it in the bottom of the, of right. the pan. Then it had like this this little stand that you can raise. Actually put above your rice. So I've already started the base for my uh, for my rice. So I got the chicken flavor in there. So then I add my onions, whatever I'm doing in there, mix it up, you know, pour more liquid in there, season it up, dump my rice in there, and then I have my rice and my chicken cooking all at the same time and it get done at the same time. <laughs>
1: I don't know, how am I just now finding out about this Instapot?
3: Yes, and the, the pressure cooker is 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 big because, uh, I I was like I want a pressure cooker, but I went to Walmart and I got one of them old school pressure cookers like my mama had. Yeah, I know and, that when the big with the big pot that you yes. seal that bitch up and it makes that note, yes. noise. Yes, and I, the thing is turned on top of it. Yes, I started reading instructions and I was like, oh, you can blow yourself up if you don't know what you're doing. Yes, this is you not can. For me, <laughs> like yes. I, I'm the dummy. So I was like no 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 I don't need nothing that I could fuck up. The InstaPot yes, stays locked and it's like we not opening it up bitch until the pressure go down like we if you try to twist me I'm not going nowhere. And so it has like a little thing on the side you can click it and you can hear the steam go up out of it. And as the pressure goes down, but it still won't open until the pressure is is relieved. So I actually love And Roger used it for the uh, crockpot piece, too, because there's like a crockpot piece in it. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I, I actually love my Instapot. Interesting. <sighs>
1: I'm just
2: not, to... now I'm thinking about uh, counter space. Where does Yeah, this
1: that's go? what I'm thinking about. But right. you, got that, you got that island, though.
2: <laughs> yeah, but we like to have the island kind of clear. I mean, I would just keep it somewhere and pull it out when I needed it. Right. I have the air fryer on the counter. There's a little space for it, but I don't know if I have space for because we got all we got the coffee makers, stuff that you know fills up the counter. Next thing you know, you don't have any room.
0: Yeah, that's why I I don't want to get the air fryers because I don't want to run out of space. I, already, I know I already did enough stuff cleaning out the space that we had. So yeah. what's on top of your refrigerator? Uh water, my chef hats, a couple trays, cereal boxes, potato chips, something like that.
1: Oh, that's where your air fryer goes. On top of the on how much clearance you have between the top of the refrigerator and the ceiling. I mean I have enough. I just I honestly just don't that's for you that's for your air fryer girls put it on top of the refrigerator.
2: We know like they say about uh about guitars, you know, if you put it in the case, you're never going to use it. You got to have it sitting out so you can pick it up and play it.
0: And I I kind of like cooking the long the old fashioned way. Like I like I'm really into that now. Like making the whole meal like that's yeah. a good thing for me to do that about four or five times
1: a week. Yeah, and that's the one downside I've talked about, that of the air fryer. Mm-hmm. Once it's in there, you don't do nothing. Right, yeah. yeah oh, they yeah. have an
3: attachment for the Instapot? I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, particularly now with the, uh, with the rotisserie. Yeah. Well, the yeah.
2: thing about yeah. the air fryer that it, the first thing that's going to break on mine is the the light bulb is going to burn out because of how many times I go turn it on and off and check.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, that's safe. Yeah, safe. I just leave it on. <laughs> I, just leave, I just leave it on.
2: Yeah, it's going to burn out. You're going to you're going to get a whole new air because they probably don't even make it easily replaceable. They're going to yeah. make you just buy a whole new like an ink cartridge or something. It's going to cost more than the air fryer
1: <laughs> <laughs> to replace
2: just it. Just to get the bulb. <laughs>
1: yeah, I just leave it on. Something like my my light's just on. Do we have any other comments, baby?
2: Uh, we got a couple comments from Raphael, I believe, on last yeah. week's episodes. We didn't get any emails actually um, on last week's. Yeah, on last week's Thursday episode, Raphael says I had started the type of comment after listening to this fine episode on Monday, but I had to set it aside after a friend sent me a documentary that's woke files material, and one that I should send to the black guy who tips. It's a documentary that addresses a lot about the country that I was born and raised in, exposing the myths that still exist over the thanks to colon over there. Thanks to colonialism. It's about the founding of the place called Nigeria. Did you know that Nigeria means N word? I'm not going to say area. Um,
0: yeah, I'm watching that documentary right now. It's on Netflix. I actually oh. literally paused it to come in here and uh, do the show. Is it good so far? Yeah, man, it's good. It's not a high production value. It's very educational. Mm-hmm. Uh I like the black dude that is the narrator slash uh um like uh star of it. Like he's basically just talking to the camera a lot and telling you like it's almost like a classroom.
3: Mm-hmm. And he
0: actually takes you to the places in Nigeria where shit happened and uh as you guys can guess, white people came and uh fucked a lot of shit up. Fucks Ooh. it all up took yeah. a lot of stuff and yeah. stuff i didn't even know that's what they do like the they like they britain basically took over that area with fucking two machine guns and like maybe uh not even 200 men like the machine guns were so fucking powerful mm-hmm. they shot like 600 rounds a minute and at one point they got in a battle where they they killed 200 people and took no casualties and wow. that type of decimation just left the that
1: entire area up for,
0: um, you know, just the, up for grabs. And Britain
2: just took that shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah and a, they had never seen nothing like that when somebody showed up with a machine gun.
2: Documentary mm-hmm. is called Journey of an African Colony.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's
0: good as shit.
2: And in fact, think, the, uh, dude, the YouTube dude. channel that has a trailer, the channel on YouTube is called Africa on Netflix. I guess that's like a separate oh. little category. Okay. Africa yeah, I like the dude, it, the
0: dude, because the dude, he he, he kind of reminds me of Randolph a little bit. Like, he has a book. And He's angry? Yeah, it's
3: like, <laughs> like, he ain't here for the shits. But it's, like, it's
0: not just pure angry. It's kind of like, you ain't going to believe this shit. Like, he'll be like, he'll pull out the book and be like, uh, no, let's look up what he said in his own words. And then he's like, <laughs> like this is what. then he'll read the passage like, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah like I like, can't like, do it justice. Uh, let me just read what the fuck he said because I can't. Yeah. Do it
0: justice like, it's almost like he getting angry. Like he like this motherfucker. You know, what, let me let me look into this in his own. Way. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly yeah. what he said.
1: <laughs> like that shit is so good, man. Yeah, you like, talked uh, about the woke file I did with Elena too, right? He a had bit. a
2: comment there too, um, from Raphael. This was. Fantastic conversation. You're right on the money about the money about about the money in Nigeria too. You don't have Jeb Bush in the hottest part of the country during the nineties attending and with one of the rich Nigerians whom you have never heard of daughter's wedding. He was mingling with the right caste and hierarchy. It works similarly to Mexico in Nigeria, although Nigerians love whiteness. In fact, this conversation brings to mind a conversation I was having with one of my boys from my former neighborhood. I wanted to introduce him to someone in Qatar as his job was perfect for the oil and gas industry there. But he said to me that he was tracking a son of a current minister because all it takes is one contract and you have made made it in Nigeria. Uh, He did not lie, just like Mexico. You can buy your way out. It's the goal that we are all raised to have. Either God will do it or you take it for yourself. Only downside is some some lads have found that... Hold on, just scroll past it. Some lads have found... Where is it? My screen just went blank. Uh oh. Refresh.
0: The white man don't want the truth about Nigeria to get out here. <laughs> Absolutely not. This is what happens. Read it is. in his own words, Andy. <laughs> there
2: it is. Either God will do it for you or take it for yourself. The only downside is some lads have found out is once you go outside Nigeria, the caste system isn't the same. Just as a dude called Hush Puppy recently arrested by the FBI discovered. Mm. Hush puppy with P U P P I. Mm-hmm. Who's
0: that? I haven't got to that part of the documentary. No, I don't know that's got in to there. <laughs> that's part two, I guess. I don't know.
2: I just Google hush puppy, and it just showed, showed me a picture of hush puppies. Okay. Main ingredients. Hush puppies soda. in an air
1: fryer? Can we cook hush puppies in an air fryer? <laughs> you probably, probably can. can. I did a calzone
2: <laughs> last week. You can do whatever you want. Take a shot.
1: I may try that. <laughs> I may try that. That's, yeah. That was a good. That was a good. Uh, conversation with elena you know i enjoyed it i hope y'all liked listening to it yeah Uh, uh, it was interesting listening to mexico some things i kind of know about mexico already but you know and her finding her way here in the states interesting interesting conversation as well as her husband um
2: freeloaders, you should go pay for the Patreon. And hear that they,
1: they ain't gonna fuck them.
3: <laughs> it was good for those of you the freeloaders out there, it was really, really good because I learned you know, because you know about cast and class, but mm-hmm. it's viewed differently in other parts of the world and it was interesting to hear her say when she came over here how, you know, she didn't even want to say her nationality or anything like that because of the way we, she would be viewed over here. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I was that, um, I don't know if you saw that story, Randolph,
0: about the black woman that resigned. Um, at the yes, U- I did. Yes, I did. Dude, I, felt, yeah.
1: I feel for her. And I'm like, yeah, I get it.
0: I get it. Yeah, because she was African. And yeah, from South she, Africa. Yeah, she she took this spot that was open for like four years. They couldn't find somebody to do it, which is already a red flag. And uh, when she got the job, she was just like the amount of fucking racism right right <laughs> and lack of concern for me as a black woman right, was right. so strong. I knew about racism and still when right. I came here had no fucking idea how bad it was
1: right and it's that bullshit racism that bullshit of well, I don't think that that's really a problem it's that mm-hmm. kind of racism mm-hmm. which I don't want to speak for her but coming from South Africa I'd be willing to bet she had never experienced nothing even close to that. Because South Africa, they did their reconciliation panel. So they're much more out with it. But here it's like it's so a microaggression to her. She's going to see it like what? What do you mean you don't what? And then it just that shit keeps happening and happening and happening. She's like, I'm not going to do this.
3: That (laughs) and, and just the way that black people here and Africans are taught. Like a lot of them are taught bullshit because of white supremacy. So a lot of them come over here right. thinking that black people are just poor, black people are just dumb. They just don't know. Like, you know, what I mean, like, like it's it's a character flaw to be black, you know, because right. a quote unquote American black. And so when black people look at them, go, nigga, you a nigga. I am not a nigga. I am African. Yes, right. I understand that. But but to these white folks, you just like me. Right. So I mean, it's she, a shocker yeah. to them when they realize, oh, you still look at me as a nigger, just like you do everybody else.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. I think when she got here, she began to obviously she she saw it and was like,
3: I got options.
1: I don't need to put up with this shit. I don't know if you know who the fuck I am, but <laughs> I got options Bye. and she bounced and I don't blame her. It was interesting, did you read the comments on a, on a lot of her Oh, I didn't even read the comments. It was interesting reading those how people were questioning her, you're from South Africa and you you don't you don't know what racism really looks like. I'm like, no, she does. That's kind of the point is that she's seen what real racism is and she's seen What the attempts at reconciliation look like,
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and
1: they had that here. Mm -mm. So she's like, "I got to get the fuck out of here." That was the point. (laughs) You know, that's 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 that was my takeaway from it. I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I see it." And like I said, she got she got options. She's like, "I don't need to be here," and she sees how the unresolved issue of race
0: is near the surface of everything not just right oh because i think we our biggest export probably is racism Mm -hmm. uh for the united states and so a lot of that being anti-black racism so you got people going oh it's a cultural thing and then you get here it's like nah this is nothing you can do about a motherfucker just looking at your skin and deciding that they're gonna make your life harder right right
1: right or deciding that you are a certain thing Mm -hmm. you know a thing that we think less of, like Lindsey Graham, Mister. Uh, you need your papers to to walk the streets in in South Carolina. Uh, what? I
3: hope that. But I won't, won't be. His. But I won't be
0: using. Uh, taking a t- COVID test though, because he be got there. it. He's I got, be- he
1: got to have it. I need you to take a citizenship test, but I won't be taking a COVID. <laughs> right, test. right. You need to write the li- You need to like the right political party,
3: motherfucker. <laughs> I'm
2: gonna look up the Lindsey Graham quote.
3: Yeah. The dude running against him, I thought about it, and I'm not even in the state. I'm in North Carolina. I was like, I might throw this nigga some money. I hope he wins. I don't mm-hmm. think
1: he's going to win just Ooh, because I hope it's gets. South Carolina, but I hope he does. I hope he does, bro. Jamie he does. He's crushing him in the – he crushed him in the debate. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Got him ahead yeah. and polls too, but we'll see, you know. But you know what? Uh, uh, Andrew Gilliam crushed DeSantis in the debate. And, and right. Right. Yep, the banks don't depression. really move
2: the needle that much
1: and started him down his spiral so yeah that depression now yeah. well, it was hood. interesting talking to black people about particularly black men about the spiral mm-hmm. that uh it don't make you know i'm like you you don't understand how that could send him down a road of depression you don't get that you know you don't understand that yeah i think well
0: see he did some kind of slick man which was he combined the I'm bisexual part with, and I also was kind of sloppily getting getting caught cheating. Yeah. Or like, like he combined them too. So you can't really, like, you can't really be too much of mocking about one of them without people being like, so are you doing this? Cause you're homophobic. You're like, no, but it is funny, objectively, <laughs> that he got caught in a hotel room with drugs growing up and two, two lovers. And I believe some shit was on the bed. I mean, are we know are, are, it's, uh, it's not funny because he's bi, but it is funny that that shit mm-hmm. happened, even if it was a straight relationship.
1: Yeah, if it's not bi, funny, but it's funny. <laughs>
0: yeah, you get caught with some wild shit, even if you're straight. We still get the laugh, don't we? It's like, no.
2: Yeah, it's like being by doesn't make it less funny, and it also doesn't make it more funny.
1: Yeah,
0: it's yeah, just exactly.
2: part of the story.
1: That's why exactly. people got mad at DL for doing that, doing that joke where he he came halfway out the closet. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a pretty good joke. Good <laughs> joke. <laughs> Sorry, I was like, I don't know how y'all felt about. It. I was like, that's actually that's you know,
0: I, So I probably could say it here because it's a safe space, but I really didn't have a problem with the people making the joke about uh, Black flies ladder matter. No, and that's a good idea. Yeah, you saw me put that on Twitter. That's a good
1: joke. Yeah, I did not see what the... That's the, the joke pro- we I, all made. It's a Black Fly. fly. So, you, so you're going after Jamal? <laughs> Jafly? Oh, okay, you're going yeah. after Jafly? That's <laughs> a joke we all made. It was
0: funny to me. I, it's a good joke. I, mean, I didn't uh, make... I didn't even make the joke because mm-hmm. I thought it was more like, oh, everyone's going to make this joke. Yeah. I, I try to avoid those kind of jokes, but I motherfuckers was like see we got to get you out of the paint y'all get too comfortable
1: i was like what, what the fuck is happening that's not that's a racist like, joke that's a, that's a good joke that's a good joke yeah a, it's a, dl's making a homophobic joke i'm like no nah, not really <laughs> it's <laughs> not, not, not not really it's a good joke i hate, I hate when people do that
0: shit because it, it those it's not equal or the same but that's the shit that bothers me about This side of the comedy spectrum is the people that are like, you broach the topic and therefore it's offensive. I'm like motherfucker. If you that's not like that's the point of the joke matters. The point
3: like respect the fucking art, okay? Yeah. (laughs) And, and, and And it irritates me. Me as coming from somebody who did not grow up with a sense of humor. If you don't have a goddamn sense of humor, just admit that this thing you're sensitive about, and anytime anybody touch it, you tighten up your butt. And you're like oh i'm gonna get mad i'm getting angry about this and then it becomes a problem that's a problem for you to fix not the person creating the joke right it's a good it's a good joke i, I don't know what to tell you yeah,
2: good I mean, if, if, if you don't like jokes maybe you just shouldn't listen to jokes right Yeah. Right. That, sometimes you're just thing. not a joke person some people don't like vegetables
1: if if somebody had said the black fly joke oh it's such a simple joke i'd have been like yeah it is but you <laughs> know simple jokes are funny too you know yeah. but just to say you're mocking black people like you should All right. take a seat. Are you likening
2: <laughs> black people to flies? <laughs> <laughs> you,
1: should, you
2: should take a seat. That's I not tried
1: to get mean. I tried
0: to get viral and get canceled, but my joke didn't catch on. I was like, uh white flies be like, Oh, I see you have some debates going on here. take I'll take a seat on your hair and black flies be like, Oh, y'all debate motherfucker. And <laughs> it didn't catch nobody on. Nobody caught it.
2: Yeah. Nobody mm-hmm.
0: nobody was offended or anything. Let nope. that
2: be a black fly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that was a black fly. Maybe that's maybe that's the way you gotta turn uh, gotta write it. Let that be a <laughs> now let that be a black fly. You gotta say now. Now let that be a black fly. <laughs> <laughs> what did uh what did Mr. What did Mr. Lindsay? Here's another thing. Uh gay people call Lindsay uh Miss Lindsay. Lady G-, G. Lady G, G-, Lady. Lady G yeah. that's one, and Miss Lindsay. <laughs> You know, and then people get like, you're gay shaming them. I'm like,
0: eh, <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I feel like that's their word. I mean, doesn't
1: I, it, make I it, it. it doesn't make it not funny though, does and, it? And the
0: lady, the lady G thing is from um, yeah. that rumor that that he that's his call, that's his name when he has uh, uh, uh sex workers come over. So,
3: yeah, I'm like, if, oh, if, like if I did not know that, yeah, know, if, if, if where yeah, it
0: came from. So I'm like, if that's what he wanna be called, then what's the problem? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So it's like it's it's, it's quite, I think I think there's this is comic scene up. I think he follows you too, Rod. x this is this gay comic. Yeah. And Samson. And they're both, they've been making the joke. I'm like, eh, am I supposed to be upset? Cause I'm not. I think it's yeah kind of funny? <laughs> I'm like, like I mostly just like
0: stay away from like if people on Twitter anyway, I stay away from that kind of shit cuz just you never know these motherfuckers decide one day to throw you on the summer jam screen but <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's the kind of thing where like I'll see somebody get upset about something like I'm like I don't even get why that's upsetting me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've never made a joke about his sexuality. Yeah. Um I don't see why it would be off limits, particularly when he's part of a part of a political party that has intolerance against that community written into its platform. I don't I don't give a fuck. Whatever happens, happens.
0: Same, with, uh, I look at it. same with Mike Pence. Like, yeah. I mean, them jokes is funny. Yeah, I <laughs> don't know what to tell. Yeah. It's like people don't want shit to be funny that we know is funny. And that's, <laughs> that's that disconnect from reality that I hate on social media where I'm like, but we all have agreed. That that is a funny thing that that, that this dude is uh, this dude exudes these these type of characteristics while hating people who have these characteristics.
2: And people always also think that you're the only reason you laugh is for some nefarious reason. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm, not
1: no. <laughs> I'm not
0: mocking
3: him. I'm not mocking him. Oh, I'm mocking him, not for that. <laughs> just because I laugh at something doesn't mean I am in agreement with it. And right. I, yeah. some, some people him. think just because you laugh, you're in agreement. Sometimes and that a, is fathers from the. Sometimes truth. a joke is the joke, man. Like
0: our, like Ava Duvernay got roasted last weekend because uh, she wished Trump well to recover from his from COVID. She didn't want him to die, but she did want to vote him out. And you know she caught hell for for even saying that shit. And I, you know, and I thought people went a little too far against her because she's still Ava Duvernay. Like, you, there's a difference between like Jason Whitlock and Ava Duvernay. Okay, one like one of these people, you go Ava, come on. And then one of these people, you like this coon, right? And so, it. But but to me, I still was thinking of good jokes that would have made fun of Ava DuVernay for saying that shit. But I, I just was like, it's not worth tweeting them. But Mm-mm. that's how my brain works. So I'm like, I don't necessarily agree sh- they should be picking on her. But, you know, it'd be funny is if Trump came out and only thanked her. Like, he didn't. Right. <laughs> like, instead of taking <laughs> all the other, like, I just want to thank Ava DuVernay. It was your well wishes. I was on the, I was on the death I was on the road. And I could see him doing some bullshit. And y'all was one wish away.
1: And it was your wish, you know. Okay. It's, it's like you say, you know, people like you going after Ava DuVernay. Right. Yeah, this is crazy. what did she say that would that warrant you going after? I think Jeez. I think
2: that's part of the allure is that she's the big fish. Like I'm going to take yes. down, I'm going to find something in someone who's untouchable that makes
1: yeah. I mean, that makes just, me
2: better, more woke, etc. Beyond ever, you her know?
1: being the big fish, I'm like it's. She's so, she's so good. <laughs>
0: you know, like, right? Yeah, but it's, literally it's, you not know, like, uh, hurt nobody.
2: You know, like in gymnastics <laughs> or figure skating where they yeah. give you extra points for a degree of difficulty? Yeah. Yeah. So she's a high degree of difficulty takedown. So if someone takes her down, that person's like, I'm a hero. I'm gonna go but you, double hero. You
1: don't have the skills guy in your mother's basement typing to even <laughs> you don't need the skills, dog. First of all,
0: take her down. First of all, these motherfuckers on Black Twitter got they got the skills. But then number two, you don't really need the skills if you get enough people to act like it's true. And that's really what they do is they join up. There's enough people acting like it's the worst thing in the world. And then they just go from there.
3: Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a performance. And it's one of those things. I'm like the energy and the time and the effort that y'all are wasting on her. You know what you should do? Vote that motherfucker out of office. Cause she want them out too. Yep. Right, yeah. Right. Right. Right.
1: I'm kind of interested in the, the thing about Shaq just admitting this is the first time he voted. That's it's, it's a little baffling to me mm-hmm. because his dad was, an, is, was a career military guy. It's that's, and he's Mister Law Enforcement. I'm like that's that's, I have a theory on that. That's one, baffling. Right? I'm like your dad's a career military man. Mm-hmm. You claim to be pro law enforcement, which I have a bigger problem with than anything else. Mm-hmm. But that would mean that you're kind of civic minded.
3: Mm-hmm. Not really, because happy? maybe not really because I remember um, who was it? Chris Paul was saying a high percentage of NBA players have are not registered to vote. Yeah. Okay, so- I, 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 get I I get that.
1: I get that. I get that. But there's something about listen. I grew up in a military family. That shit is drilled into you, mm. not just from your paper, Everybody around you, it's like that's part of being patriotic. Well, he is, could have been.
2: I mean, he first of all, we don't vote. know. If, we don't know if his father drilled that, but he also could have just rebelled against that, as a lot of people do against what their parents it's drill into them.
1: Possible? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. We didn't get away with that, and and not in my house. You didn't get away with that. You fucking you turned eighteen. Your ass
3: was voting. Did Shaq, yes. was Shaq even raised with his daddy? What, didn't? Yes, 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 yes. Well, yes. yes. well, well not yeah. a question. Yes, well, he had a
1: stepdad.
0: Yes. His, okay, his no, bio- no, I'm not talking.
1: About, okay, here's the biological thing. Biological didn't bother. Here's the thing. When I say Shaq's dad, I'm not even close to referring about his biological. Dad. I'm talking about okay, Phil. Okay,
3: I'm with you. I'm, I'm with I'm
1: only you. talking about Phil.
3: Okay, um, I understand.
1: So I, I only ever, I'm only ever talking about that. I'm never talking about. Phil, uh, is my, Phil is my father, just like the song.
3: Uh, only, my
1: biological didn't bother. I'm only talking about Phil. You know, um, my and, thing uh, with
0: with with Shaq though is I think about you have to think about who Shaq was at eighteen compared to who you were and who I was at 18. Maybe that's, maybe, maybe.
1: Because
0: if you take that path of stardom and fame and people taking you out of the situation you were born in and, oh, you're going to get this money, you're going to get these Mm -hmm. access to the girls, you're going to do, it probably would take a lot of people off of the beaten path of feeling like, the civic minded shit. Cause you start thinking about getting to the next level, getting a bunch of money, uh, like that, mm. the, like protecting yourself that way. Like the way that I think of voting as protecting myself, they probably think of voting. Like they probably think of getting money, money. And, mm. and power and fame and wealth as protecting themselves. So yes. I can see how you could really end up. And then the other part, no one really likes to talk about. And this is not the shade, this brother, I know it took him a long time but just come around, but The part people don't like talk about the role model for athletes was Michael Jordan, one of the most apolitical people. And when you're Shaq, you think you're going to be the next Mike. You think that's the blueprint. And the blueprint was always get the money. Don't fuck up the money talking about politics. And. I can see why these dudes will feel almost apolitical, you know, and the way that journalists act apolitical. And I don't I don't vote because I like all these people are looking at me and I don't want to tell them I'm picking a side. It's like, nah, it's OK. I thought it was a big milestone. that I think he's 48 that he's uh, voting now. And my conspiracy theory is that he probably did vote for Biden. Uh, I know a lot of people think it's going to be the opposite conspiracy yeah, theory, which is <laughs> he voted for Trump. Trump. But my <laughs> guess, the reason I would guess that he voted for Biden is the fact because- fact that it's the, now? The fact that it's now?
1: Number I one, that, now.
0: Number one yeah. that is now. Number two, that he doesn't want to tell us. Yeah. Because yeah. what people sleep on is him telling us he's voting for Trump gains him traction with all the people we claim he wants. Like nothing, if he voted for Trump, nothing would be better for his brand- then they'll be like, I voted for Trump and that's because I fuck with the cops and Papa John's mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. That if, if we thought he was that type of coon, right? I think he voted for Biden, but he's still thinking about his bread. And he like, yes. I don't want the police going, well, I thought you said you were pro cop. I don't want the fucking business people being like, well, why are you getting involved in politics? So I'm just going to tell y'all I'm voting. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Y'all know what yeah. that means. Yeah. And I'm going to keep
1: it moving. I and- can see that.
3: And I think for me, maybe just the way I look at it, I'm just glad you're voting. I know it's mm. a lot of old ass niggas voting for the first time, and I mm. and I do understand the frustration. Going, nobody were, taught dude? you, yeah? Where were you? I'm like, you showed up now, so let's go. Like, Same. like as, as far as I, I feel about it. And it's also one of those things where you can go out and reach these other old ass niggas that ain't voting and be like, look, I did it. You can do it, too. It's not a hard process, you know, to kind of encourage them yeah. to actually vote and actually change some of their minds about it. Um, But, yeah, kind of like you, Randolph, when I was 18, my mom was like, you need to vote. And I registered mm-hmm. myself. Like, I did it on my own as far right, as anything like, right. like that. But it was mm-hmm. like, you need to vote. Voting matters. Like, this shit matters. Mm-hmm. And when you have those people around you, it matters. But like you say, when you start talking about, like, these athletes, they're pulled They're pulled out from their communities a lot of times. So mm-hmm. the people that would have emphasized voting mm-hmm. are not around they're them. Not they're around. like, let's get this money, nigga. We don't get enough. We don't get enough. Uh, see, money. and that's that's the thing that's kind of bad. Be- only because I know where Shaq
1: came from because we grew up in the same town. Mm-hmm. You know, although he was living on the, and San Antonio is huge. He was living on the other side, you know, but he lived on on a military bound, Randolph Air Force Base, you know, where his dad worked at, you know, and
3: uh, I don't know. I, you, you're probably right. Yeah, you're probably it's, right. It's probably soldiers that don't vote. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, because you're... There are. You there are. These, no, these,
1: young, these young boys right. that go into the military, there are. It's they get fucked with because it's it's they tell you to vote. Um, Yeah, it's just it's just
0: the uh, other thing is, too, for me is like, uh, what would Stacey Abrams do? You know what I mean?
1: Well, she would. Yeah, she's going to. Abrams is just going to encourage
0: because she understands the numbers. Encouraging any black man to vote is about a 80 something percent chance you're getting a Democratic vote. Yeah, yeah, encouraging any black woman to vote is a ninety something percent chance. Well, you're in the high nineties at
1: that point. Yeah, so you really don't even have to really encourage black women to vote. They're but going, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's but I know just, exactly what you're saying. Yeah,
0: like yeah. so, I I thought about how it looks to like shit on Shaq with my with our platform or whatever. Fuck fuck yeah. you, you just now voting. Well, it looks like I'm also saying that to any other black dude who right. would just now be voting, and that's the exact opposite of the message I want to send, which is yeah. Go ahead and that. vote. And you know what? Even if Shaq would have voted for Trump, he's representing about 12 percent or whatever. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, let's 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 just be nice and say 12. Uh, <laughs> he's representing about 12 percent, which means if I can get 10 other black men to be inspired to vote, we still got that
1: that other yeah. nine of them coming through. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to I'm not I don't want to shit on anybody. Here, here's the thing, as Karen was saying about I'm happy that you vote. I'm, look, I'm happy if you are voting. if you vote in the right way. I'm mm-hmm. going to be honest. I, for me, it's not. I remember Tom Joyner said it years ago that when it was when Puffy was doing the voter die campaign, remember that shit that all of a sudden Puffy don't seem to remember he was doing.
2: Yeah. oh four.
1: Yeah, when he was doing that campaign. And I remember Tom Joyner saying distinctly, and it stuck with me that uh, it's not enough to tell people to vote. Tell people to tell people who to vote for and why, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. To, and take it to the next level. We don't like to well here's here's the thing. We don't like to talk about our vote and we don't like to question people who they vote for. Here, here's on. the one thing. I've actually I've actually kind of flipped on that. I'm like, you need to vote for this motherfucker, and this is why. You know? me, me and you feel that way for sure, but I think <laughs> the thing you have to
0: look at is the numbers. When you got a campaign that big, you're just talking about numbers at this point. And what Puff Daddy was doing was saying, I'm gonna encourage the youth vote. And the youth will vote Democrat. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So, it's you know, that's what I see. I notice it when I listen to Stacey Abrams talk. uh, My good friend, Stacey. Uh, uh, When I listen to to Stacey, right? Stacey, your good friend, Stacey. When I listen to Stace (laughs) on podcasts, she never specifically goes and you need to go vote for Biden. She's like, no, no, no. If we get these black people to vote, that's the fucking thing. We don't even need to do the next part where they go in there and they're going to be like, I don't know, maybe Trump. Um, and, you know, like they're going to if they're going to do enough effort to go vote, they will vote Democrat. And I think that's kind of where you want to head with it.
2: That's part of the story with Shaq, too. Like if he was right. going to vote for Trump, he could he would have registered four years ago. And right, he didn't. And I think the the reason he's a lot of people are being galvanized to register to vote now who never had before. Trump's not galvanizing people. No one's there's no sense of urgency with non voters to go vote for Trump. There is with Biden voters. That's why Mm -hmm. I think the timing of Shaq doing this this year is all about Biden. It's all about getting Trump out, whether he'll say it or not. It doesn't make sense otherwise to me because he could have voted for Trump 2016 or he could have just stayed home again this year if he really was on that side of the aisle. You know?
0: Yeah, he's in Georgia too. We need that vote.
2: Yeah.
1: Interesting. Tasha in the chat room is saying no one ever spoke to her about voting, including when she was in the military. Now, that's interesting. Like I said, growing up, On a military base and being around military people all the time, you couldn't get away from that shit in the uh, in the uh, in, in on years to vote only for the big ones, not for the little off year, the two year little off year elections, which is actually thinking about it now. Those are the campaigns that we should have all been focused on.
3: Right. Those those are the ones that matter the campaigns because those are the ones that like affect you directly, like in your city limits to almost to your block. Like those are the ones that affect you. But so many people emphasize every four years. And I think sometimes that's why it irritates people that are consistently in the process. Here in North Carolina, they send us like a slip that showed us like every year you voted. And it ran through like every year. I was like, oh, so this is like a track. Mm-hmm. Of, of, of them telling, and it tells you, you like you vote higher than average. You vote, yeah, you yeah. Know, me and Roger mm-hmm. vote higher than average because we literally vote on everything. I'm voting for
0: all of them. Fuck Dog that it, yeah. Fuck it. If matter of fact, now, the less people voting, the more likely I am to vote because that's when it count even more. <laughs> <laughs> more. Fuck that shit. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting. Andy, how old were you when you started? Because you started voting late.
2: Well, but the thing is, I turned eighteen in a presidential election year. I turned 18 September of 92 and there was an election. So I voted that year and that that whole like it wasn't puffy back then, but it was like MTV rock the vote. Young people register to vote that worked. You know, it wasn't um, they weren't telling you who to vote for, you know, maybe with a wink they were. But it was really just get out there and register and all that stuff. And, you know, it was a big deal to go register to vote. And I voted that year. I didn't vote again for you know 15 years or whatever it was after that, maybe maybe longer, Um, because I got cynical about it. I was just like, it doesn't affect me. I was that guy, and I wasn't really into it. And I followed the elections enough, but I just thought, you know, it doesn't matter. One vote doesn't make a difference, and all that. And then kind of grew up, uh, you know, some a few years back, and I started voting. Not every like for the midterms and the presidential. Like I guess every two years I'll vote.
3: Yeah. And I think me personally, I think they do the youth a disservice because it's something every senior should take. Uh, uh, something about voting like like they should be like hey y'all these these you know you're getting to the age where people are starting to register to vote this is how you were. like it should literally be a mandatory class that all seniors to, to kind of show the importance because you're right when you're 18 19 20 you don't give a fuck you think you're gonna live forever you think you're invincible yeah. now the old block old people like we're in the old people group we're gonna vote and we're gonna vote in numbers and mass because we like look these niggas is fucking up my shit and i'm not trying to hear that
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah hmm
1: yeah, I don't, I mean, I'm more about shaming Barkley for the shit he was saying about Breonna Taylor than I am about Shaq's voting. Yeah. Agree. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's where that's where I want to be. You know? Because that's the other
0: part of, uh, no, tell us who you're voting for. Is They tell you some shit you'd be like, man, fuck you. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like, no. I would rather have not known yeah, that. None of us yeah. are thinking about that. No, I don't like you.
0: <laughs> yes. You know what? You were straight before when I just knew you <laughs> were voting. Yeah. But now that I know what you be voting about, <laughs> fuck you, man!
1: <laughs> I don't like you, you know. <laughs> All right,
2: I got here in a minute. You got to, um, you got to bounce. All right. Well, in a couple of minutes. you guys want to watch this Lindsey Graham clip, clip? Though, yeah, let's hear what clip. he had to say. That
1: motherfucker, man.
2: Let's see. This was the. Um, I. It wasn't a debate. I think it was just.
1: I don't know if he was doing it. It's you know you know what it was. It's I'm gonna go on Fox News and beg for some money. That's what he's doing.
2: Okay, is that what this was? Fox News. Yeah, I think this is the right clip.
3: Mueller, I thought, was the final word on all things criminal. The last thing you want, Sean, is 535 special counsels. Richard Burr is a good friend of mine. He's a great chairman of the Intel Committee. He's going to issue a good report, I think, telling us how to deal with Russia in the future and what happened on the Intel side. What I worry about is when's enough enough? Now you got the House Intel Committee. I don't know if this is
2: the right clip. This is, the title of the article doesn't uh, match the clip. Yeah.
0: What
3: the
2: fuck! I hate when they do this. Yeah. Oh, is
0: that it? This is the, oh, full, the video full video. The, you
2: know that what they don't damn have it news on this. People. Here we go. Part. Oh, this there we is go. it. I
3: care about everybody. If you're a young African American, an immigrant, you can go anywhere in this state. You just need to be conservative, not liberal. What does that mean?
0: Okay. Uh.
2: It's like the 10th second, Like you, you can go anywhere, <laughs> as long as you're conservative. If you're a young African American,
3: yeah, uh, South Carolina is kind of like North Carolina. They got them spots where you know you, your black ass should be. And believe you me, when they calling you nigger, they don't ask you if you conservative or not. You you just you are what they call you. Karen took it very literally, as in you can travel anywhere. Oh, <laughs> uh, <I laughs> think, oh, because I'm like I'm like the hell you mean you can travel
0: anywhere. I think he meant aspirationally. Uh, that's what it sounds like. Like you can go anywhere as far as oh, like, I'm I'm
3: like going down eighty five.
0: You can accomplish you can accomplish your dreams as long. <laughs> Bro, he deserve. said
1: anywhere in this state.
3: Yeah, that's that's why I'm. Does I was, he mean whoa, a state of consciousness?
0: <laughs> Did he mean a state of consciousness? I think he means you can be governor too you as mean? long as you conservative. Yes. Just the way they like their blacks. Oh, Lady G, <laughs> what is your problem? <laughs>
1: What is your fucking problem, Lady G?
0: (laughs) You can go anywhere, okay? I'm talking Spartanburg, Myrtle Beach. Here's here's more of a quote, by the
2: way. uh, The article has a couple quotes. Do I believe that our cops are systemically racist? No. Do I believe that South Carolina is a racist state? No. To young people of color, (laughs) to young immigrants, this is a great state. Uh, I'm asking every African American out there, look at my record. I care about everybody. If you're a young African-American and immigrant, you can go anywhere in this state. You just need to be conservative, not liberal. So it's kind of in the context of sy- systemic racism and policing.
0: Right. The, the, yeah. The, the well, bullshit, man. You can well, as long as you buy what, into... Yeah white supremacy, buy the white supremacy. Right. Okay. And then we will allow you to, to have equal rights. Right. <laughs> that as long, no right person. Yeah. As long as you buy into my belief system that you do not deserve equal rights, yep. I will yep. then grant them to you.
1: Yep. That's exactly what he's saying. Yeah. That is exactly what he's saying.
2: Now give me some money.
1: Motherfucker. <laughs> hey everybody. I was, I was thinking about, I was thinking about, I've thought about it before and thinking about it again is, um, uh, if Reconstruction was allowed to progress the way it was, mm-hmm. how glorious is this country? Is a completely different how country. much stronger is this country? Mm-hmm. A man like Lindsey Graham doesn't even exist. You know, if you take away voting suppression right now, Lindsey Graham, first of all, no Republican has a shot of getting elected. That yeah. they're out. The Republican Party doesn't exist the way it is. It would have to be something completely different, and everybody in that party would—they—they ex- they don't exist. Every Southern red state
0: is a blue state in bondage. Right. They—they they can't win without right. voter suppression, and that—that right. that tells you everything. It's why this is the death throes you know of them. white. Like we're living through the the death throes of white supremacy. This is the last gasp effort. Mm-hmm. Of white supremacy. And that's why it's so fucking important that people don't get apathetic. People don't give up. That's what they want. This is a war on our reality. That's why you got, you know, people. I don't know. Is Trump not sick? And he's done. It's like, no, they want you to doubt the truth. Mm-hmm. When you see it and you hear it and you know it, they want you to second guess yourself. And that's all this shit is, man. Because we, we are on the precipice of that. But we can lose it if we just give the fuck up right and also just uh
2: i mean beyond politically just we'll talk about post-reconstruction in general this uh, this argument is made about you know even like women in the workplace or whatever not being allowed in the workplace how much talent has this country Mm -hmm. missed out on Mm -hmm. by not having women in the workplace or certain industries to this day or not having black people or immigrants uh -hmm. raised to certain levels because this country it would help the entire country how many incredible brains didn't get to flourish. Mm-hmm. You know, how many people who had a knack for this thing or that thing or this industry, who you know, didn't get to actually explore that because they weren't allowed to. And so the country as a whole doesn't utilize everything. You know, there's 330 million people doesn't utilize the talents of all those people.
1: Right. Imagine how much better baseball would be mm-hmm. if it was truly integrated because it's not. Well, <laughs> it never has been. So imagine how much better. Imagine how much how much um, talent was left on the floor in for the NFL. Mm. They fucked that up.
2: It doesn't even have to be athletic talent. It could they be fuck,
1: no, I'm just I'm not talking about the athletic. No, I'm talking about you know? mental and scheme-wise. Right. How much how much stuff was left to – how much musical talent was pushed to the side? How much how much how many great stories did we miss out on seeing up on the big screen and reading about, mm-hmm. you know, uh, how many scholars walking this, did we not, Did yeah. how cure, many, how many cancer. diseases were not cured? Yeah. The cure of a cancer could be in some dead black body right now.
3: <laughs> right, <don't know? laughs> right. You know, and that's why when they talk about best and brightest, you know, mm-hmm is is all cloaked in white supremacy because we you're literally not giving your best and your brightest yeah. more, like, rested, for more like best and whitest there you go mm-hmm.
1: dun, dun. <laughs>
0: okay <laughs> hello uh the thing the thing i was gonna say too man um when you look at like reconstruction and all that stuff that is the effort that made america free Right. Like, like there wasn't everything before all that is bullshit with our constitution and everything, because it's a constitution that ignores the plight of these enslaved people. There are still people making the argument for their freedoms based on those arguments. So like when you see something like marriage equality uh, and uh, when you see sexual orientation and stuff like that, literally made on the same like arguments that started with black people would like to vote. Uh, we need something for affirmative action. We need to protect people in the workplace. And mm-hmm. so it's helped a lot of people of all genders, race and orientations. And yet still, you got people like Lindsey Graham that 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 see no value in that.
3: Yeah, and what's so fucked up, it helps white women more than any other group. And there's some of those main people going, fuck all this shit. It's like, bitch, you benefited more than anybody. Right. What are you talking about?
2: Right, right. Yeah, well, they know they that, that if that's it. abolished, some other system will still replace it to benefit white women. So they can lose that and still be take benefit from something else,
1: amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even not even if another system does if even if another system doesn't appear, if white men are okay, they'll be okay. Yeah,
2: it'll just it'll just be an unnamed That's the system, system. <laughs> yeah,
0: That's the system too. Yeah, the, the unnamed good old boy system. I was listening right. to that protects uh, them. I was listening to Neil Brennan's podcast, and they were talking about that Oscars diversity push thing they're doing. Where it's like you need like one black person in a movie, you need this, that, or other. And he was like, Yeah, well now they got all these rules and it's gonna what about people that, that aren't like inspired to create, blah blah blah. And it's like, but there's been the unspoken rules mm-hmm. the whole time. Right, right. There <laughs> like, already there already it, is a rule. It's not like <laughs> in the absence of this, there will be <laughs> No rules.
1: No. In the absence of this, it will go to the whites only rule. Come right. On. There already has been a rule. The rule has existed. <laughs> the rule has existed. We're all, we're all just so comfortable with that rule that we don't even think about it. Yeah, it's fucking ugh. All right. One more thing, Rod, did you pick up the book uh, about um, the book that our good friend Todd talked about on his Instagram?
0: Oh, I saw you tag me. I haven't got a chance to,
1: uh, I, I went ahead and ordered the book. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to actually get better on my book reading. You know what I mean? Because I'll, I'll buy a book and then not fuck with it a little bit and then force myself to go all the way through it. But since, I feel like since I got all the way through Warmth of Other Sons mm-hmm. and Race, I'm like, OK, I can reward myself with a new book now. So what's the,
0: what's the, what was the name of the book again? You remember? It is called. Did I repost it? I think you just tagged
1: me to it. I tagged you into it but I didn't Yeah. Post. I might
0: I, I, I can find it on my Insta. Wait a
1: minute cuz I ordered it from I ordered it from Amazon, so it's it's one of my orders. Okay. Let me run my orders down. I just ordered it. I got the paperback. It's called The Color of Money: black, ba- black Banks and the Racial Wealth Gap. What it what it talks about is as our good friend Ty was saying is people just say, "Well, black people seem to just invest your money and save your money and have banks. It's like, no, they tried to do that. <laughs> and they were doing that. And then bad things happened to them. So the things that you see happening in Oklahoma and any place, black people have in Rosewood, and any place black people tried to establish something that was taken away. The same thing with black banks and black banking, these things happened, you know, it was, it was a system of white supremacy that, that, a, that didn't allow us to create wealth. Didn't even allow us a position to put us into begin to create wealth, which is why I am now a proponent for reparations. There's no way around that. That's another reason why people say, um, whenever you talk about race, and people will throw the throw the Jewish experience at us and say, "Oh, we're going to do the the racial Olympics," Are we're going to do the racial Olympics. I'm like, we get the gold medal mm-hmm. because we're the only group here. We're the only group who had policies directed against us. And those policies were upheld through force. We're the only group that had that. No other group has had that. Show me the group that had it. That's all I want to see. Show me the group that had. The reason why people won't admit that is because if you admit that, then you open up the door for, since you did this thing, you need to fix this thing. It's incumbent upon you. Right. Because you did it. So you need to fix it. They'll never admit that. So it's easier to discount it and say everybody's had problems in this country. Everybody, every group. No, they haven't. Not really. Not in this country, maybe in other countries. No one's saying that the Jewish Jewish community didn't have it shitty in other countries, but not in this country, <laughs> you know, once they were able to get in. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's what Baldwin had wrote about, you know, the interaction between the Jewish community and the black community. It's not that black people have a problem specifically with the Jewish community. Black people have a problem with white people, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the people that they tended to deal with, the white people they tend to deal with, were Jewish, who were also um, following the policies laid down by whiteness. It's it's not rocket science. I don't understand. I was just talking to my therapist yesterday. I'm not smarter than these people. She goes, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I said, I'm not. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Why I, Why you refuse? You just, you ain't. I'm they fuck it. I don't care. I, it's not that. It's not that. It just, it, it baffles me. It Baffles me. White man, Andy. It baffles me. I'm sorry.
2: I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs>
1: You know what I mean? It just
2: survives Venmo. I'll start some reparations.
1: If you want to (laughs) call, if you want to say, if you want to say, are we going to play the oppression Olympics? I'm like, well, we won in this country. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it's not something we should be happy about. We're not. It's the simple truth. And the repercussions of that are felt to this day. And you can you can go through any you can look through bush you can see across the board you can look at the, or what what's the wealth gap the education gap well look at the gap. idea
2: of oppression Olympics all that means is uh, identi- let's identify who has been the most oppressed right and people are like let's not identify that
1: yeah because
2: <laughs> that's that's the beginning of a new conversation right. when they're saying oh we want to have oppression Olympics they're just saying. Don't bring up who has had it worse. Had it worse. Cause the cause worst. They won't.
1: They won't place.
0: And, yeah.
2: Uh,
3: they, <laughs> come on.
2: They don't <laughs> like
3: that. You know.
1: And and the oppression was government sanctioned and mandated. And, and still
2: white is. people will try to take the W in that competition anyway because mm-hmm. they do that anyway. Like we're more oppressed than black people. I mean, there are surveys and polls that are done now where people believe that. So it's it's just part of that white thing of trying to win everything. Like oh, I'm going to win that too. That's yeah. The, for us, if you're number actually. one,
0: if they can't win, they'll put on some blackface and pretend to be you.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. If I can't beat you, I'll be you. Yeah, <laughs> can't yeah I you can't beat them. you. I'll join you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right, and let's get you out. Andy's yeah. gotta. Andy's gotta go. Try
2: not to catch COVID. So. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go do comedy, and uh, yeah. I actually remembered my jokes, which is good.
1: I'm not uh, surprised. Hopefully you know, GPS won't keep changing the time on them. Probably
2: took 10 That's minutes to plug
1: back in. You know, Saturday is usually not too bad driving up there. You know?
2: Yeah. I, I'm expecting Thursday, Last It was funny until like the last leg. There was an accident that happened right before right. I crossed that part of 695. And it was like just gridlock for a half hour two lanes closed out of 3 something like that Ugh, It's the, the worst, worst. <laughs> it's like oh could be late i i, I got a piss <laughs> i haven't sat in traffic in 6 months you know <laughs> right You're, my legs my legs getting sore from moving from brake to gas cuz uh, those muscles haven't been worked properly
1: alright <laughs> you uh, all right y'all thank y'all for coming in Listen, we need to think Rod, obviously, who did both, and Karen. Yep, always coming in. You like we say, you guys always have an open door anytime, anytime. Anytime. We are more than happy when if and if we're not, if we haven't thought around to ask you, and you got especially. I know Rod sometimes you'll have something you want to talk about with us any anytime, anytime. Thank you, Karen. Same with you. Anytime you got something you want to talk about with us, come on with it. Come on. Okay,
3: one jar left and one jar ended. (laughs)
1: that can happen (laughs) chat room thank you so much for coming in with us as always we appreciate you guys freeloaders what the fuck ever y'all do what y'all do
0: (laughs) freeloaders I just just want you freeloaders to know I love you okay I support you and when you write your angry letters in uh, don't put me in them
1: yeah, leave Rod out. Rod has love for you. Y'all be sure to get ready to check out Rod and Karen on Spotify. They're already there, but they're gonna be there exclusively. i
0: oh, so
2: there's some people a chance to tell me to tell have know. a good show. Thank you. I will I'll try to have a good show. Petey Steele will be there tonight too.
1: Nice. Go uh, yeah, yeah, he's he going put back a again. Yeah, he's going back of there him, last and night. Rachel, him and Rachel and his I guess that's Petey's is that Petey's girl?
2: Petey was there with his girl to watch the show, but he knows Rachel Feinstein, the headliner, grew yeah. up with her. So he, he got a set? guest spot late show. Then he texted me earlier and said he's going to be around for tonight's show. I don't know if both oh, shows good. tonight are just one, but he'll be there, good, too. Good. Good. Yeah. Y'all stay away from each other. <laughs> yeah. We've we stood outside with our masks on and talked.
1: Yeah. About yeah. We,
2: about five feet apart.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can take mask off outside. Just keep your distance. I'm, I'm yeah. trying to
2: model. I'm trying to model good behavior. I'm trying to, to model good behavior.
1: Yeah.
0: Are I'm not model. exhibiting
2: it. Some people who should know better are letting that mask fall. and They're very slow to pull it back up. And they're like, I'm like, come on, dude, what are you doing?
0: Do you yeah. still uh, pretend to take phone calls? Are you gonna I do haven't had to do back?
2: that yet, but uh, <laughs> what I do That's try true. to do now is people, because people, your, your instincts come back. You start like just standing closer and closer to each other while you're talking mm-hmm. just because you're just, all those patterns come back. So I'll, I'll start distancing myself from people and they'll keep closing the gap. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> what are you doing? You took your mat. I'm looking at your mouth. Don't you see me looking at your, <laughs> your mouth? And it's his been a long time. It's been a
0: right. long time since Andy's used his fake phone call muscles. So hopefully he doesn't catch an
1: <laughs> answer. Right. I know. It's just trying to reach for the phone? Yeah. That's a skill that doesn't leave though. <laughs> 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 that's, that's like that's a that's like a good free throw stroke. You've done it so long that all yeah. you need to do is throw a couple and it comes right back. <laughs> I, I don't want his arm to cramp up.
2: <laughs> the ratio of fake phone calls that I answer to real ones I answer is about 150 to one. <laughs> I let the real ones go to voicemail all the time. <laughs> I got a bunch of voicemails from Dominic saying, I know you're looking at your fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I don't do it just for the voicemail, but I never take a real call. I don't even answer. If people see me on the phone, it's most likely fake. That's just the, way it
1: goes.
0: <laughs> the voicemail of Andy, I'm busy right now. Bitch you not.
2: <laughs> i had my i had a voicemail greeting years ago where i said uh yeah you've reached andy klein i'm probably staring at my caller id deciding not to take this call uh, leave a message." <laughs> and people would get like they were like what's that you beat a dick on your voicemail i was like that's a joke i make jokes it's a
1: joke <laughs> <laughs> it's what we do it's a joke <laughs> Jesus. It's a good joke, too, by the way. Yeah. All right, y'all. Y'all come on back on Monday. We'll be here for you. Andy will actually be here. He won't be fake phone calling y'all. No. (laughs) 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 Y'all take care. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein.
3: I'm Karen Morrow.
1: And I'm Roderick Morrow. Hey, do you see how smoothly they did that? They yeah. didn't even... I didn't even tell who was going last. They just smoothly did that. That's because you was talking shit earlier, Rod. That's why you're going to do that. <laughs> we're, three, we're three guys on, plus one very special lady. And we are out.